Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review for The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 20, Splinter. And we're here tonight to talk about this episode. And if you have your thoughts, please share them. You can call on in at 781-990-8509. Also, make sure you subscribe, like this video, all that fun stuff if you're enjoying The Walking Dead discussions or any of our discussions this year. A lot more fun shows to talk about. And we'll continue talking about The Walking Dead as well. Now, coming off last week's what I would say interesting episode. We're going to get into talking all about this episode. I have some fun stuff. This was an interesting, a red letter date in Walking Dead history. We, the first episode we've ever had of The Walking Dead where no one dies, not a walker or a human, no deaths, nothing. It's not a single time. In fact, nothing happened in this episode. Well, we'll get into it in a bit. But uh, we're back tonight. And of course, we're not alone. We have with us the live motherfucking chat. We got Jason Voorhees, Atari Dad. Jasmine Breaking Bat, the chat, adapt, chat attack, Nick Diaz, Jason Voorhees could he was he was he killed extra campers tonight because of this episode. It it, it threw him off balance. And I also I also was looking at the Walking Dead Facebook page, which is usually an echo chamber of love. And I want to read a couple of the messages coming off this episode. But I want to be fair before I bring in my uh, co-host Joe Dirty Locks here in a second. Looking at these six episodes, it was, it's almost sometimes less is more. Uh, these are an extra six episodes that were filmed in with some strange conditions comparatively to the rest of season 10. And I'm sort of at that point where I'm half wondering if, if they shouldn't have done these. Or maybe instead of doing six, they could have done four and combine a couple of these storylines into singular episodes. I did not like this episode. And especially coming off last week's episode, which I really liked. And I know... But the thing is, people that don't like last week's episode two, it's the same problem as the last three. There's slow breakdown episodes where we're getting inside characters. I happen to enjoy the acting last week, but for someone that wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid, I can understand last week had the same problem too. It was just it was just performed better. And I think it, with this episode, it it was just kind of lazy. And, and, and this has nothing against the actress that plays Princess. I think she pulled off what they gave her in this episode to do. But I think it was just nothing happened. This was a this was absolutely a B story of, of what it should have been a better episode. This was one of the most boring episodes of The Walking Dead. Not just because you're copying Fight Club and The Deer Hunter doesn't make you clever. The writing in this episode was weak compared Ooh. to last week's, which was Ooh. actually clever. And I don't know. This 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 episode was. I mean, come on. Okay, okay. This was I'm, more shit, I'm Joe. Gonna, this I'm was more stop shit. Stop you right there. More about, shit. You're calling. You're calling out the bullshit of this week's episode based on the deer hunter and what what else did you mention there? oh i said like uh, they're club. yeah they're trying to copy uh, fight but, club in this but episode. come on let's not pretend like the ending of last week's episode hasn't been done a hundred million right. times in a hundred million different Fair. fucking things as well Fair. it was done well i happen to think princess like you said you're not going to knock her acting i think she did a good job acting yeah she did a good uh, job she's not my favorite character because of course we don't know we her she's had all of about five lines so, of course, we're going to have this episode about her if she's going to become a staple at some point, like we do all of our characters. This one I kind of liked. This is actually our first oh, one no. where they're establishing some sort of, like, I'm not saying it was great. <laughs> I liked it because they're establishing that she has issues. Yes. Right? Yeah. And Katie, so me and Katie, we're like, we're like, really? They didn't check out the, they didn't check, what, what? what ah okay 
Katie's like, I thought Ezekiel seemed a little weird. He wasn't acting right. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, there was some, some okay I, aspects of this sh- this episode. You're gonna I say that you're gonna say this shit. You could tell that that's where we were. Like, that's what was going. I didn't quite catch it until it happened. I gotta say, it's one of the okay. First in times in that in really fairness, happened. just to take that, I mean, I'm I'm on the opposite side of this. This episode was boring as shit to me, and I kind of you know, don't get me wrong. It was boring. It was. I am not saying it wasn't boring. Like, it was very boring. Yes. And I did get, and I kind of figured it out at one point towards the beginning half of the episode. That being said, exactly what I said at the beginning, each one of these episodes are ultimately the same. It's like, it's almost the same thing, different different actors for a lot of these ones going on right now. And if I dug last week's because <laughs> of the setup of the actors and because of the situation, I, I dug last week's episode. This week, there was it wasn't much different in what they were trying to do, and I guess I just feel, and I'll say it probably a thousand times tonight, as far as we can do it, that that some of these would have been, and I understand the restrictions that they had to filming it, but that doesn't mean they had to have the same restrictions for post production. And a couple of these things that they have done with these episodes did not need to be whole episodes dedicated to single characters. This could have been coupled with, with, uh, with the Daryl episode, maybe in a, if they, if they took out the Carol shit, but then you're talking about two vastly different storylines. Right. No, I I hear you. I hear, but you, you think this is a, you think this episode was solid enough to carry a whole episode. I mean, it did. It, and that's my problem with this episode. Isn't that the stuff in it was necessarily bad? Is that it was boring and there wasn't something more exciting as the B storyline to it that was keeping keeping it going and keeping me engaged in the story? There needed to be something else going on to cut away, uh, and I just don't think it was strong enough being centralized onto her alone. Maybe if we had taken a break and seen some of our other characters' perspectives for a second, seen Ezekiel for I don't. But to your no, point, it should, I, I, I believe it should have been more group focused of the group of them. Um, maybe more focused on, I don't know. See, you start torturing her and who cares, right? Because we don't know her. <laughs> right, and then you hit it on the, and I said that all over my, the notes. I didn't, we don't know her yet enough to, okay, getting to know her is one thing. Having an episode in the middle of a run where we're, we're getting deeper kind of characters of characters we know or understand and what it's trying to be. I don't think it was, it didn't do enough for me to get to know her in this episode other than to understand some of her, some of her points. The, again, the actress, I think definitely did pull it off. Let's, let's see what the live motherfucking chat says. Jason Voorhees hated this episode. Weak ass version of fight club. Siren Thomas. Great to see Siren Thomas. Thank you for checking on in Siren. Awesome to see you popping on and we got the walking david who will be with us next week to talk about the penultimate episode of season 10 of the walking dead then we'll have joe back for the season finale the negan episode which i think most people are looking forward to we got ian in the live chat jason walking dead advent character should include a day that has a pillow in it for sleeping days like this at first i thought this episode was cutting my wrist but it turns out i was cutting my own wrist (laughs) says says uh david and atari dad says i thought this was better than the daryl episode honestly after the savior's 
characters in the whispers i'm just glad we're getting some believable villains now or That's maybe actually really clever walking david <laughs> especially for the episode we just had good job and atari dad <laughs> also adds i just had a crazy idea why didn't they just make these last few episodes of the season half an hour episodes it would have fit with the restrictions and dragged less i don't think i think that's also a very interesting idea that wouldn't have been bad or that would have turned them into webisodes they wouldn't have got the advertising revenue they need so out of them. so so switch it up like this i was just gonna i was just gonna alter atari dad's point to to make to fit my point of what i want uh and and that's you set it up like you have these different stories. Like I said, you couple the Daryl story in the story in this story, but you have it them both be 20 minutes and then you have it, have it be like an anthology episode where you have two different stories. Story one, uh, Daryl's story, story two princess. And you just title it as, you know, Prince, uh, this episode is like split in multiple parts and they're completely different stories separated, but each individual character stories that way they don't have to pad out the time. Cause I feel like, Unlike last week, the difference between last week and and I think the first episode too, the Maggie episode and last week with Father Father Gabriel and uh, and Aaron and the Terminator. Terminator. I I think and the Terminator made it too, but I think what worked in those first first episode and that one with, was the pacing. I think the Daryl episode and this one both felt to me anyways a little padded out because they needed to fill out the entire runtime so we repeated a couple of themes we didn't necessarily need to repeat and on top of that i, I gotta say like the commercials too many and, oh fuck. Oh my fuck, fuck. you're getting like five minutes of show and, and seven minutes of commercials towards the end three minutes of show seven minutes of commercial like it's really out of hand Oh, and don't forget, as Ian pointed out in the live chat, don't forget the 15 minutes of uh, Eugene in this episode. Why wasn't it Princess? I know I'm good. I'm getting really nitpicky here, but each one of our intros have been generally of the one of the main characters of the particular episode. The first one we got Maggie. The second one we got Daryl doing the speech. Last week we got I think it was Gabriel that did it or Aaron. In this episode we got we got Eugene doing the intro instead of Princess. Um, Eugene, we met these people and we know the thing we gotta do the thing we gotta do to Bird Bear. Last week. They were straight fucking trolling us, Phil. <laughs> Last week was a straight fucking AMC troll right. job on Phil the Issues Guy show. Right? What caused the whole problem last week? What caused all... Where did all the tension and conflict come from last week? The Terminator? At what point? Right. And how did the Terminator get introduced, Phil? What were they doing? They were drinking, right? Or no, they, right. were, they were drinking or right. eating. Right, and that's that's rule number two, right? What's rule number one? You never leave your shit buddy behind. So oh yeah, got drunk yep. and motherfucker walked out of the room and dude was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Joe, and you're to you're totally done. right. And we had mentioned that the week or two weeks before about not leaving your shit buddy and not drinking during the apocalypse. Joe, right? you're totally right. It was things. a it was a shit buddy situation. It was absolutely it was a shit buddy absolutely situation. absolutely a shit buddy fucking situation. It was as soon a shit as that shit went down, I was like, oh no. I was like, okay. You know, the two of them, they secured the place. One drink, little look at the father me putting little bits in there. That's okay. Then they start going back and forth. They finish off the fucking bottle. You have now broken the rules. Yeah, they broke. You broke more rules. Your shit buddy, you left him right behind. He didn't even follow him out there. He even woke nope, up. Nope. 
He even woke up in the middle of the night to do his shit buddy service, and then he failed at it. And then he rolled back over. He's like, no. Yep. I, uh. He failed at his shit buddy now, where's service. Where's he going? Dude, he said he had to piss. Turn around and piss in the fucking corner. Yeah, what, the, do you want a hill? Is yeah, the, they, they're, not, like, they're not showering and sanitizing. You're leaving, his, you're leaving, and like as soon as you wake up, you're, you're like... This room smells like piss. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. It's like Christopher and Polly in the woods. We're, we're not in the mafia right now. We're just two idiots lost in the woods. So I'll piss anywhere I want. <laughs> exactly. Right? Come on. Exactly. Where's he going? Is he going to find a bathroom? Ellie is like, this was a bonus episode. Yeah, this is the bonus episode. This is like getting a birthday gift of a big pile of shit. You know? It's like, I don't need, I don't, right in the halfway point. So maybe, maybe they gave us the Daryl episode. Then they Can we just talk about Gabriel last week's episode some more? Episode, and then they gave us this episode. So, right, they're giving us, like, a really bad episode, so that way the mediocre episode that follows it feels really good. I think they're, I think they're, uh, in, uh, the backstory to Shit Buddies, uh, is, and I'll try to find the link at some point before the end of the show, uh, Atari Dad, there is a video on the channel from a couple of years ago called What to Do in a, What You Should Do in a Zombie Apocalypse or something, and it's a little movie that Joe, myself, <laughs> and, uh, JC, uh, John C. Riley made <laughs> about, uh, making sure you, uh, always in the zombie apocalypse, have your shit buddy. You, you, uh, you don't go take a shit alone. You don't. You don't. I'll be back in a few minutes with my pants down around the behind the tree when nobody can see me. Where the stealth zombies always pop out of the fucking ground. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I, w- I will. De- uh, no I will... marauders around. Nobody gonna rape me behind a tree. Nobody gonna drag me off to nowhere. Don't worry about it. I'm don't fine. have to worry. Make sure you have it your shit buddy. Takes me like forty five minutes to push out a fucking growler. I'm gonna be sitting over there behind a fucking tree. Come on now. I mean, maybe my dial will be a little bit better, so things will move a little bit faster. <laughs> still, like, oh, I forgot about what. Sorry, somebody go stand there. While I'm, while Joe, I'm I forgot. Out. I forgot about what was in Joe's box. Here we go. I got the. Uh, I got it right here. I'll I'll throw the link in the chat in a second here. And for for anyone who wants to check out the shit buddies video, here you go. Let me cut. <laughs> Let me copy the link address and put it in the, oh, it in the box. Yeah, the re- the real John C. Riley. That uh, that's why he changed his name so many times. But yeah, there's the shit buddy video if you want to check that out. The intros are because uh, David says the intros are because they know they have lost a lot of their core audience and they're assuming people are watching random episodes to see if the show got any better. Any better. Yep. And Jason also adds Eugene was probably spying on Princess while he Vince Vaughned himself. Atari Dead says they started about 15 minutes late and I tend to rewind <laughs> when I miss a line so I'm able to skip through the commercials. And uh, and I watched it. Re- it's released on AMC's stupid service. You know, they their yeah, the online service. Three dollar a month or some shit. Their uh, their three dollar a month stuff. And uh, so the night before it comes out, and then it goes on all the the uh, no, it was the on all waters. week. It was up all week. It, oh, is it? Was it? Okay. Showing, it was showing available to watch all week on my uh, YouTube app, but I don't subscribe to AMC for like. Yeah the extra shit like i i I sail the pirate waters and i'll and i usually watch it on saturday night to take notes early but i was kind of in a weird uh i was extra tired last night so i went to watch it this morning and take notes and i'll be honest about this episode i stopped taking notes halfway through i think joe and i are gonna pause and just talk about the justice league uh snyder oh i watched that shit yeah i did too i don't you you, want to you want to you want to change this around just talk about that in a second (laughs) i mean what what, i mean there's not much more about that she was in a crate she talked okay. to she talked to imaginary ezekiel <laughs> she beat up 
little boy dude who is actually setting her up to see what kind of a person she is. If they're making it look like, oh, they're going to like shoot all these people out there. But that I think that was the test, right? Yeah. Maybe the kid was right. We're going to send somebody in there. If she beats you up and kills you, guess what? And ladies and gentlemen. We're going to kill all them. If she doesn't kill you, maybe we'll bring them back. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that that is the <laughs> that was there you the, go. That oh. was the recap. It's over. We're, we're leaving now. Oh, we got uh, we got a uh, voicemail from David. Let's pl- let's play our voicemail from the Walking David. And if you guys have a voicemail, make sure you want to leave that at seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine. Actually, we will be talking about this episode a little bit more. All kidding aside, Watch but there's it. but there's only so much. I agree. There's o- it's one of those episodes that there's only so much we can talk about here. But let's play David's message right here. Previously on the Walking Dead. <laughs> Daredevil slept too long, and so he wasn't available to be Aaron Shipwright. <laughs> but then in this recent episode, uh, Ezekiel comes from out of nowhere to be a Shipwright. But the problem is nobody needed to go number two. So, <laughs> be the Shipwright this week? Tune in The Walking Dead. But it's fun. amazing stuff as usual from David doing it, giving us a Eugene impression. Uh, but... I, I want to. I want to see more of Eugene. I, I can't. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make Eugene co-host with me next week. But, but, but he. A good point though. Like I was almost taken out of it with Eugene doing the doing the last week. It almost made it set up for like a comedy episode at the beginning. Uh, last week on the Walking Dead. Like like when, right when it started, it was almost comical. I didn't play. I didn't capture any audio clips today just because. Again, it was. I started to zone out. I'm like, I'm not capturing audio clips of this shit. Uh, I want to see the I want to see the gimple cut in this episode. Give us the gimple cut. Oh, and I saw Angela Chang talking about this episode afterwards. She's like, it's so not usual uh, being in one spot shooting an episode. This is so much slower of an episode than we're usually usually used to shoot. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. You you knew it was boring too. Basically, what you're saying in that after like that Dan and Dave after episode bullshit that they make the Walking Dead show creator do now on those AMC specials to try to make it worth paying extra for for you know basic cable channel. So they're giving you the uh, the, the moment with the show with the show creator. So she's given her a little five minute like synopsis of of how awesome she thought this episode was and and she, what she talks about is there's not much story or things going on in this episode. So it all depends on how good of an actress you think Princess is. And yes. I just – I yes, but I also disagree with that. To your point, Joe, It all what they don't take into account is it matters how much we care about Princess. And to yes. me, I don't care about Princess yet. I, don't, I can't speak for anybody else watching this the was, show. This was to give us that uh, little bit. We already have like a little bit of we know she's alone. We know she's lonely. We know that she's, she's obviously got some – some issues where she is alone at this point uh in the way that we meet her i but this was the episode to kind of get an audience on her side yeah uh in her agree. corner to get her some more fan so to build her fan corner up right um mm. i think bliss makes a great point yeah bliss made, i was just here. gonna i was just gonna bring that up too bliss bliss does yeah. make a great point and that's and that is something. Uh, it's not that we necessarily have to lower our expectations. It's they're that bonus we episodes. Ha- we have to remember that they're actually right. It, it's not just bonus episodes. It's we might not have any of this at all, right? Like, uh, where they could have chosen, you know what? 
we'll just come back we'll take the extra time yeah. to work on whatever we need to work on to make this a huge success again but they also want to not lose the casual fan who's going to forget in a year and have be like oh, i haven't watched it i haven't i haven't been i'm not caught up yeah. i haven't watched it in, in two years i don't know what's going on even though there hadn't been an episode because of coronavirus and i don't i don't want episodes are 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 for us you know they they are they're very much bonus episodes they're yeah and they're, they're a gift they're they're, they're supposed to be I they're mean, supposed to be and, and it's 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 not it's not a mongoose bike it's a huffy but it's still a gift right <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're trying it's, it's not nike's it's uh it's i don't know uh uh, uh the sketchers the sketch but, you know, no no a, they're those ones that like the starberries that you get at walmart instead of right like, right yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. They're like the, the. Then it's not McDonald's. Know? It's it's not McDonald's. It's McDowell's. It's McDowell's, right? Yeah, exactly. You didn't get a McFlurry. You got a Mc a Mc, uh, No, and Bliss, Bliss makes a good a point. Mac. I know. I know some people. It's it's fun. We're gonna shit on this episode as we go through it. But you're you're right in the sense that these are episodes that didn't need to happen. They put the production together. Yes, they want to make money, all that. But the attempt was to give us a little bit more texture to the world and depth in the characters and get a head start leading into the final season on the storylines that they want to set up. Like, they, everything with the Stormtroopers is going to be a storyline in the next season. And this was supposed to be the littering you with a small amount. The Carol and Daryl spinoff is coming in the future. It was a little, a little bit of sprinkle of that. They're giving you a little bit of everything they're trying but that being said this was still the most one of the most boring 45 minutes of television well, i've seen let's in a hope while. let's hope this okay so with that phil with that this That's being some of drink. the most boring 45 minutes and two weeks ago hold on I'll, I'll uh let me pour myself a little bit of something here i'll give you that and with the 45 minutes two weeks ago you know what it's uh it's more along the lines of this is shit they don't have to do next season. Yeah, no, I this agree. This is shit they don't have to put in. This is stuff that we don't have to... Now we might not need as much getting to know you shit in the future episodes next season with Princess because we have this. So, we don't need as much... Um, so you're hoping that this is going to yield us benefits in the final season to make the final season more action-packed and exciting in the sense that we're getting rid of some of the build business that we need with some of these fucking characters and that it might right. set up good things in the future and that we have to climb through the tunnel of shit like Andy Dufresne to get to the fucking promised land eventually. Right. I'm hoping that at least it makes, like you said, a, a little bit more action-packed. The season run a little bit smoother coming up. These are these are very much episodes like they they cover a couple of things in the Daryl Carroll episode. Uh, just quick mentions of of his his girl that disappeared. This Carol's fault, right? Yeah. So that reminds us there that we're gonna have to. And get back we to saw that. her in the first episode get picked up by the dude on the horse. I believe Correct. that. I, so we know yes. she we know she's still alive. We, uh, well, in the mid in the in, that was the mid episode, wasn't it? The I think kill it was, the I beta think, episode. It was. Oh yeah, it was. It was the kill the beta. You're it was right. The very end of you're the right. kill beta episode. You're right. right? You're, you're so, absolutely right about that. Um, to, to the live chat, uh, we don't have rallies in the Northeast, but I do get the rallies fries sometimes. Uh, frozen fries. It's one of the, my favorite of the uh, the frozen brands that I cook in the air fryer. And isn't rallies have another name as well in certain parts of the country? It's one of those things like the uh, like Briars ice cream is called a different thing depending on where it is there's there's a couple of brands that are like that i believe some parts of the country rallies is rallies and then other parts it is something yeah, else. it's just like some parts of the country in world it's coca-cola and other parts it's pepsi 
No, that's different. <laughs> that's different, Joe. Uh, King, we got the wonderful and amazing King McKay. You got to take, you got to just take the bullet on some of these episodes so we can get the juice later on. Uh, and that's what I'm hoping. That's what I think we're all kind of hoping that right there is is the is the big thing. These episodes, Checkers. thank you, James. Are, are filler shit that we won't have to get. Hopefully. That we won't have that they can take out of. So, so, like, if they if they they hadn't started filming that, and it's just written, maybe some of this material was in that season that's no longer in that season that they can that they can now free up time to move our story along to 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 get us to it. Like, I feel like Kang had to waste so much time cleaning up Gimple shit. And that <laughs> that just sounds I mean, great. Had to clean up pimple shit, all right? The like, like, and then, but, but then again, a couple of these episodes feel like she just stepped out of the Gimple school of fucking film, right? I mean, like, she was not that much different than anything he, he did. Put he out. did train under her tutelage, so to speak. She did, right? She did. She, right? I mean, she like, did train. Well, under not her not train, but like. She sat on it. She was like a, a subordinate. Right. She at, was an assistant director. Yeah. An assistant you know, director. She, he to was him. the boss. And this is what I want. This is the way I want things done. So she's been doing it that way for so long. Now that she's got the reins, she doesn't fully have the reins. The Walking David the boss, says, right? Joe, I hope you're right. People are people are thrown off by Joe's optimism here. Joe, I hope you're no, right. No, I'm being very optimistic. Something you are. You're very optimistic. At, right the, at the end of last season, <laughs> he, uh, working with it, when, when the Grinch I grew a heart, the Negan turned. When I felt the Negan turn, when I felt like I wasn't dealing with Negan anymore, but a character of Jeffrey Dean Morgan's, right? And not like, Jeffrey Dean, we need another 20 minutes of you menacing, threatening, swearing into the camera. Okay, G give me that same speech last week. Give me that same speech as the week before. Give me that same speech for a season and a half. Once we broke that and I could start to experience Jeffrey Dean a little bit more and they they got into the walk, the, the whisper thing, and they didn't stretch it out like they did again the Negan shit like they did again the uh, finding Sophia in the fucking barn shit like they dragged out so many small storylines that could have gone a lot smoother quicker and and kept kept an audience even more interested and fascinated right instead of Sophia six episodes Sophia over two or three episodes right like instead of instead of Negan over it's two seasons like Aussies, right? Like, I mean, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, that that is more than fine. That was we got a little mini Joe rant there. Um, it was a happy one, but it was a rant nonetheless. Mm. King McKay. So yeah, optimism. They're yeah. doing good. They're doing better. I've had a little bit of change of optimism, and then Killing Beta. I thought it was a good episode, and that was the first good episode in a long time. And last week's was actually the best episode. Okay, so you're with me on last since week's like episode. season like yeah five. I, I'm with you and since since at least the dumpster. That's right? what that's what makes this episode tonight so shitty to me. So shitty, yes, because of the juxtaposition with last week. Yeah, last. So week. I'm hoping they're 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 breaking up these bonuses. They're like I'm hoping Kang watched him and was like, you know what, this is really boring. It was now put this good one in. This no, one really it's almost sucks. like they now hired good writers one. for last week, and everyone else is shit. Um, <laughs> James Elliot, just tell me what happened to Michonne. I haven't seen. Didn't she go on some trip? And she she's, she went. She's they alive. had the they had the episode with her last season where she decides I I got to get out of here. I gotta I gotta finally go. I gotta leave right before the big fight. 
I gotta leave and abandon my my stepdaughter and my my well son. my two daughters, my daughter and my son. I gotta abandon them and go look for Rick, even though Daryl's been doing that for five fucking years up and down the goddamn river. I'm gonna have a better chance because I'm gonna get on a boat with a stranger that I just fucking met who's never seen my husband before. He's like, oh yeah, 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 cowboy boots, right? Yep, that's it. And she gets on the fucking boat and she goes out to the middle of goddamn nowhere. He turns out to be a psycho fucking piece of shit, but she still finds the needle in the goddamn fucking haystack, the cell phone with an etching on the goddamn fucking gorilla glass of what looks to be like a dreadlocked person and a little child that and then on it says says their names or has his name or like all of their names or something and so she knows now he must still be alive and that's really kind of what you know she doesn't i think she kills dude or or whatever yeah it's, it's not like, it's not helps it's, some of his scientist friends escape there's some little side story going on there and yeah it's not it's not a, but it's, ultimately she's now still looking for rick and we haven't seen her since then yeah it's not a bad episode we got uh oh we got it's not a good episode no, either it's not but bad. it's got some action forrest in the live chat happy belated birthday to forrest we got the the walking david is cracking me up in the chat right now uh joe let's play a couple of uh voicemails that we have right now First, was it was it I I was wondering that. Thank you, Atari Dad. I said to Katie when we saw that scene, was that the guy that went? He went that w- that went away with Michonne, and then I was like, no, I, didn't she kill him? Plexi said, Plexi says, Judith is going to have some serious abandonment issues. She's going to be smoking by 12 and building her death cult by 19. And speaking of someone that builds a death cult, let's listen to a voicemail from the one and only Jason Voorhees, who had to take off his mask to leave this message, and he was very upset. He's going to kill some campers just because of his anger because of this episode. Yo, this episode could be summed up with the first two lines of the song, the Gambler by Kenny Rogers. Look it up. JV out. <laughs> you got to know when to hold him. You got to. Oh, no. It's uh, that. That's the. Is it? You got to know when to hold him. You know when to fold him. First two. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. I just realized I was wearing Katie's glasses still. <laughs> <laughs> Gambler lyrics. Okay. I'm looking this shit up. What is the first? Uh. On a warm summer's night on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. He's passing out. He's basically saying this this is just too fucking boring. And let's listen to David's message right here. We got one more message from David. Let's let's hear who we're talking to. Hey, guys, I know that we were having some trouble with that girl in the pink jacket, that moo-moo jacket. But, hey, let's throw her in that train car. You know the one that has the hole in it that we just, you know, put, like, a piece of <laughs> yeah, in front of? This will be good for a prison. Yeah, that one. No, I know that the one that has the metal crate, we put the smart guy who's not threatening in it. But, come on. Just, it's fine. She's not going to pick at it. She's also yelling through the walls, banging on it. And people keep going missing every time they go on their shift around there. But, you know what? Just just put her in that box, okay? We'll figure it out later. <laughs> Right, that, that, and, and so so true, right? And those are all, all, like, Katie and I are saying to each other, what the fuck? And, like, nobody's out there walking around. Like, she sees the one guard walk by when she's out crawling around on top of, like, Katie and I were like, there's something, this, this is just, this is just, I don't think she ever left the fucking train car. No, I don't think so. Um, maybe because she never left the train car. There's no hole in the in the. So in the you wall. don't think she ever met? No. In, in, with the interrogation, never actually no, happened. No, she got interrogated. 
She got interrogated. Was the it a glory hole, Joe? Was, inter- was an interrogation. I don't know if it happened in the car. They took her somewhere. The first time, there was definitely an interrogation. The guy, right? the guy with the the face that we didn't see in the shadows that asked her the questions, right. ca- called her a bitch, slapped. That really happened. That really happened. Yes. And when they came back, she hadn't been out of the train car. She hadn't like crawled around and talked to you or or. Uh, it was the second time she talked to Eugene too, or, or she, no, she noticed he was missing. And then she went back into her train car. Right. And like, she never, she never, those things never happened because the board, there was no hole in the wall. Like when, when she finally comes to, <laughs> David... we realize she's been, she's been imagined. She's been creating this as a coping mechanism. David she never, says she, she was... never went out of that train car. David says she's going in and out of the crate like she's in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And uh, was it a glory hole? Ian says glory hole for zombies. Are the zombies sexually act- active? We got Celebrity <laughs> Bikini in the live chat, too. Joe. When she, when she tried to crawl under the fence and her gun got stuck, she was still in the train car. Okay, you don't think she was actually escaping at that point? She was having a discussion. She in was her still own in the train car. She was having the discussion with, uh, with her Ezekiel, right, at the door to the train car. She was standing at the door to open it, and the conversation was there with the fake Ezekiel of, I can run right now, I can get away, I can do this, and no, I'm not, these are my friends. So she had that conversation with herself right there in front of that guy on the ground, right? And... And that's why he's like, who, oh, who are, you are you talking to? Talking who are you talking to now? To now? now yeah. Uh, and uh, Atari Dead says, I saw that guy's face. Fine, Phil. You have to adjust your brain. It is possible. I do have an old television. Corey no, Mitchell. No, 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 no. I got a, my television is just fine. I didn't see that dude's face. If that dude's face was a shadowy figure, man, then yes, we saw a shadowy figure man face. <laughs> Corey Mitchell says, I don't get the people in the laser dag suits. Zombies are terrible at sex. Dead laces. Jason. Jolo Ezekiel. She did. She talked to Ch- it, it, Walking Dead. It was, He did. He got he got all like uh, when they were talking about mom. And shit, he was all. Like, it was the giveaway. He put on a little bit of an accent. Yeah, it was the giveaway like, that he that he did a great job. The actor did a great job. It was one of the better parts of the episode. Was see, the and the nuances of this episode? Yeah, the subtle what part. I like, and I hear you, but I I think it would have been better in a less is more situation to to cut to cut the laziness factor. This was a this was a twenty minute story padded out to a forty minute episode, and it was no, a, it, This was a webisode. It, this was a fucking extended webisode. That's what it was. Um, it it. It was, it, but it wasn't the episode that was padded. It was standard. It was standard length, and it st- told the standard Walking Dead story. The reason why it's padded out is because of the extensive fucking commercials. Okay, it's fair. Because and like that's what makes this show fucking incredibly boring. Is because for it's you you it's not even 40 minutes i'm i guarantee you that a lot of these are running at under dude, 40 dude dude i'm when i'm watching it program. when i'm watching the uh the torrent of it on uh 36 32 it's it's short as shit dude I, i'm like surprised how quickly i'm done with the episode i do want to get into one thing before we move on to a brief recap of this episode uh even though we pretty much talked about everything we can talk about this episode uh, the the Facebook page for The Walking Dead is usually a echo chamber of love for the show. You get that mm. like reflective Chris Hardwick love. I was I just on simple quick glance. I just want to read a couple of the comments on the page at this point in time. Oh snap! This is like, uh, can we get Chris Hardwick to read these himself? <laughs> can like like Tom Brady reading hate twits about himself like. 
can we get can we get that with like the actors like i i, I would ag- i would actually really love that if we could actually like do- like we should we come on amc we know you watch our show get us these actors so they can do this for us help us out here well welcome everybody here we go i love the princess character but this episode is slow and boring let's get to the people let's get let's get to those people uh Let's get to find out who these people are. The last six episodes are purely backstory and fillers, ramping up to the final season, along with some small spin-up follow-ups. But I can't help but say it's a little boring. This is and the that's most true, and that's true, and that's what we've been discussing this whole time: is that these are bonus episodes, these are backfiller episodes, these are these are things that maybe maybe uh, one of the writers has maybe a little bit of a passion about let's explore this relationship with Gabriel and, and Aaron, you know, the priest and, and the gay guy, like an unlikely bond an unlikely relationship traditionally and still traditionally in most parts of this country, maybe even, but there's an understanding, of course, this is the apocalypse and all this, this is the future. This is a different universe, all that, but, but, you have an unlikely relationship there, so it's something they have the time to explore where they don't necessarily in the traditional season arc, right? And they try to do that, and they try to give us moments with with various characters, and a lot of times it ends up flat, but that's what these six episodes, I guess, are, are doing for us. You know, they explore a little bit more. They give us a little bit more Daryl and Carol. We don't need it. We've had it for 10 seasons. Uh, They gave us a little bit more of just Daryl and what happened for those five years. We didn't need it. We were kind of past it. He was a fucking hermit. That's the way he's lived his life. We were good with that. We didn't need the love story. But but we needed to. We needed a dog origin. Uh, We needed. We needed. We needed to know how to properly pick up women phil now uh yeah that's what we, we needed to, we need to learn to throw fish at their door yeah we, we we need to learn uh david i wish i could get this to you quick so you could make so you could uh, read some but if you want to read some more comments i don't get to leave us a voicemail with some of the comments on the page i'd love to hear it jay graham adds this episode makes zero sense uh bobby rose says love uh last few episodes have been really boring only thing i know for sure is that the stormtroopers end up shooting anyone they will uh they will be okay just to stand out in the open because stormtroopers never hit anybody if they have a shot. <laughs> yeah, 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 just stand there. Don't worry. Brittany says, boring, total filler episode, disappointed. Melinda says, I'm waiting for the Negan episode, only one I'm looking forward to. This is crap. Mike says, this show used to be good, but now it's a real bore. I had to change the channel. Diana says, these six episodes are a waste. Should have just ended season 10 already. Patricia says, this show used to be so good, but the last few episodes have been so boring. I wish it could get better. Michael White and the and I'm not skipping the good comments. These are all the comments. I'm just not reading like the uh, the responses. These are all the posts. Michael White, we went from walkers to stormtroopers uh, from S- Star no, Wars. These are these Ford. are like ghetto stormtroopers. These are like uh, these are like uh, uh, X cross troopers. These are like we got kicked out of fucking the Centrum and our bikes ran out of gas and <laughs> we're fr- we're fresh from the dirt track. I don't know. They they look like they look like they should be on either dirt bikes or BMX bikes riding around the track right now. Like they are pretty awesome. Uh, let me see. Let me, David. I'm gonna I'm gonna paste some of those in there. We'll see if we can uh, we can have David. I'm smart. I, I I'd love to get me some of that fucking in the zombie apocalypse. You go get that BMX armor, man. That's hard plastic. Now David's gonna uh, David's gonna record us some of the some of the other responses that we haven't got to yet. As we get a little bit into it, Joe, let's do it. 
Good job. Okay. So here we go. Let's recap this motherfucker. Oh, wait. That was a pimp stormtrooper. Wasn't that a Luke Cage? Uh, nice Luke Cage reference. They need the Z Nation writers now, says James Elliott. I'm all for Walking Dead X in space now. I know all about space and Jason Voorhees. Did you know Chris Hardwick was married to uh, into the Hearst family? Dude set for life. Uh, Jason Voorhees, Chris Hardwick probably glory hold this episode like he does every other one. Uh, can I, Yes, and read those voice messages. Great to see Jay SM down in the live chat. Um, stormtroopers from the multiverse... <laughs> movie role models okay so let's get into a little bit of this recap of this episode but but honestly joe like what else can we talk about we open up with where we left off uh eugene princess and ezekiel are there and then we get the princess in the i mean there's a and 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 they're not there though they're not there but they're not exactly so we never actually see the the reaction the so when I guess the better question right now, because, okay, the recap is basically this. Joe said it earlier. I'm going to do my version of it. Princess is in the in the train cart. She either leaves it or doesn't leave it at some point to get interrogated about the other people. Uh, Kumiko did get hit. Is Kumiko really talking to her? Was that really Kumiko in the other cell talking to her? I'm going to say no. No. Okay, so you're going to say she talked to nobody. Or, or maybe, maybe yes. <laughs> maybe yes. Right, and her getting hit triggered the memory of her cheekbone getting hit in the PTSD because when Ezekiel shows up and she's like to towards her cheek and Ezekiel says, oh, nobody's going to hurt you again. Like, is that like she heard Yukio get, Yugio get fucking smacked? <laughs> Yugi! So- she's imagining the interrogation it's funny well. you getting, said that just because, i don't think so i think i think i think i think it's all in her head all in her head all of it all of it they're not having them in train cars where they can yell back and forth atari dad says no they shit. no they showed that she even imagined the small hole in the wall it was not yeah there. yeah all of it was a everything that she witnessed that wasn't with a stormtrooper in the room with her uh was fake oh. and, and including when the stormtrooper was in the room and Ezekiel was there. Right. Right. And even to the point they edited that in a in an interesting way, I guess, when they when they had Ezekiel hit her to to make it look like she could have just stormtrooper. Right. She, that she could have just done it. Like right. the, the way he came across and like knocked him out and to to start it was very like it was he came out of nowhere. He almost came from the doorway that the stormtrooper came from. Now right? we get we got fandom D Saint in the live chat. When we first meet Princess, she wandered into the group. Uh, if the I, she wondered if the group was in her imagination. So from the moment yes, she was she looked did. up, I questioned if she was real or if this was <coughs> COVID restrictions. Did Joe like this episode? Joe didn't hate this episode as much as I did. So Joe is the liker, more liking of this episode than I am. Joe, Joe, here's the thing, Joe. I'm going to talk about Joe like he's not in the room. Joe, yeah, Joe's Joe going to talk about Joe like he's not in the room. I didn't. It's not that I. I, I Joe loved this. Joe's going to marry this episode. He loved this yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to marry. Now it wasn't a great episode, but it's. I didn't think it was all that. I did think it was boring. Yes, a lot of these like are, but I I liked the way it was done. Like I was me. And, like I said, I was on the couch and like okay in fairness i like looking at each other like what the fuck joe what the fuck and then she's crazy 
you know, air quotes there because crazy. Right. No, no, relative, I but... television character. We're talking about not real right. people. Uh, but OK, I will say this. I like the way post-traumatic stress disorder was depicted in Iron Man 3, but it's still not the best best superhero movie. Like, I like how they show, I like the way they showed some of the mental health stuff with Princess in this episode. I thought the actress pulled it off well. It was believable to a certain extent at times, done well in other shows, but it doesn't make, that that alone does not make it. I disagree with Kang when she said this episode's going to be bought or sold on the actress's performance. I think the actor gave it a good performance with a boring, with a episode that yeah, was that, written yeah, boring. Yeah, good, good job removing any fucking responsibility for your exactly. shitty goddamn fucking writing this episode solely lies squarely on the shoulders of the actress performing never mind that we didn't put any of the zombies in actually zombie makeup never mind that we didn't actually write any lines for anybody never mind it's all her fuck you like you wrote the show you directed the show you produced the show whatever the fuck you did like if you if 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 the episode falls short because of her acting it's your fucking director's fault now elizabeth corrects me and says it's not just ptsd it is did it means her trauma was of the extreme significance in her formative years there you go yeah the, the, be, better said better better said than we said uh elizabeth and thank you jason no, we're obviously dealing with someone whose trauma is is, is significantly uh, started significantly before the zombie apocalypse. She says it in well. she, the actor or the character says it in the episode. I just I become uncomfortable in small places like that, and she also seems to have a bit of claustrophobia thing that probably triggers it. Um, She's very well versed in what's wrong with her. Yes, yes, and I, and again, I have to say, I said it when I met up with her last season too. And to to your point, I like. The performance. I do like the performance in this episode. I don't care about the character enough. This episode did make me care about her more, but less is more in this situation. I, I'm repeating myself like a broken record. I just think. I mean, we have to at this point because the episode didn't take. There's one location. One one right? one one actress. Yep. There's one driving story through the whole episode. There's no uh, story A, story B. We're in location A, B, C, D with three different groups with multiple different characters right. to talk about dialogue we have just her it, and her essentially what now boils down to when you get to the end of this episode a long fucking monologue yes right yes and and we could i could say that even the way these episodes are written that's why i say that they're written more like webisodes than full episodes because they even end in sort of uneasy non-conclusive points they're just sort of uh slices of life episodes there's a very the excuse me, theatrical element and, to each and one. I'm, and I'm fine with that kind of stuff. Like, like you have a, de like I've always said, like the, the, what we saw, uh, the two doing last week. Right. I've always said, that's the kind of shit I want to see being done. Like they're out, they're searching house to house. One more one. I want to go home. No, too fucking bad. And then at the end, it's the other way around. One more. Right. Yeah. Like, and yes, Jason Voorhees, 25 episodes. I want to catch up on a little bit of the chat before it goes away right now. Uh, and then we're going to finish up here. We also have two voicemails. Walking David, do you do reviews with a Christopher Walken voice? Maybe next week. She's fighting zombies in Feather BOA. Who's she the fuck is she? Hulk Hogan's is Corey Mitchell. Right. Uh, I, I should have. Phantom D. Saint. And Rick Elizabeth, Flair. Rick Flair. Woo! And. Woo <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth says Rick Grimes having a breakdown over losing his wife during the prison was true psychotic breakdown from 
post-traumatic stress disorder, but this was long-term DID, and I doubt she would have been able to survive on her own. Uh, Corey says... Well, she hasn't been fully on her own either. Like, she's been with multiple groups that we're not sure exactly what's happened to. Right, well, probably... Uh, uh, To her own volition in this... uh, When she's talking to Ezekiel at the fence, what about this that person? Everybody's not bad, but... Jason adds the walking dead would be great. Uh, Corey Mitchell, you know what, uh, you know what, guys? Zombies have taken over the world. Let's find the most stupid-looking armor that we can get and wear it, talking about the stormtroopers. Yes, 25 episodes left of The Walking Dead. Thank Jesus. Uh, I have not had a chance to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I do hear good things about it, and I will yeah, be watching it. we'll talk later. about some comic book shit right now. <laughs> okay, so, we op- so basically to finish up my recap of this episode, Princess, right. Princess is in the because again I, I took notes but i sort of stopped we're in and out of jail maybe either in her mind or in reality as princess sneaks in and out i tended to think that the conversation with eugene was real but it was just her pessimism working against her and it was different parts of her personality all having different dynamics eventually she comes to uh having ezekiel show up a version of ezekiel which is her hero complex and uh seeing an incarnate in front of her and falls her hero complex in a situation but again how much of that happened did she just hit the stormtrooper and just stay there and never actually leave and just be above the stormtrooper with the gun talking to herself in that moment but never actually leave the room or not Who's to say? I tend to agree with you, Joe, but they set it up in a way that it could have been a couple of different situations. Uh, But we do learn a little bit more about these guys because we do. I guess the important information is that we get from the one guy that I do do think was real. The guy that she hit in the face and that eventually uh, she gave back the gun and all of that. I think that part was real. Um, And I think what he said, we accept everyone and her begging for a chance and giving back the gun. I think all of that will benefit was all the test. That's the test. If she kills dude, guess what? We're going to kill all of of them right now. Dude, that's a hell of a test. Kill dude. Maybe dude did some fuck right. Yeah. Is that what he said? He was on the ropes, right? Is this running man? He was on thin ice. Wait, is on. Wait, is this running man rules? Dude, if you fucked up last time, so this time, you're the guinea. this is what we're going to do. We're going to send you in there. Gun's not loaded. If she beats the shit out of you, she's about to kill you, we'll come in. If she doesn't, and then we'll take them in. We'll bring them all to dinner. But if she if she goes more than just, you know, busts your nose and is going to kill you, don't worry. We'll kill everybody and we'll save you. Bliss, I tend to agree. The Stormtrooper doesn't seem like a bad morally. The writers are trying to sell them as a threat at this point, but I also tended to get a decent enough vibe vibe from Listen, them as well. Listen, what difference is this, right, than anything our group's done? True. Right? Like, uh... Like... Look at last week. <laughs> 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 Look at Ezekiel from last week. We get a couple of voicemails. I think another one. Uh, let's listen to another priest. Fucking don't worry. And you know what? I was so fucking happy. He shot the dude in the head. I I think he did that for you. We we got a message from our good buddy Jay Joe just for you. I think. Yo Phil, what up? Hey, uh, tell Joe that uh, he should just uh, watch the episode after it airs. What, on on what? his DVR, and then he could fast forward through all the commercials. He says you should. Uh, it shouldn't take that long. I I heard I heard 
Oh, he says, I, I think it's just uh, my connection with you of it. Okay. He, he said that uh, you should DVR the episode and skip the commercials. Yes. No, I, I, I should. I should. Um, and when I watched last week's episode. You do that was, on weeks course, that you're not doing it for this, basically. Yes, like, and, you have and, to watch it live to. And here's the thing. Half the time when I'm, when I'm watching it DVR'd like that, I, um. I'll remember after like the second commercial, a third commercial break, and then I'll forget with like the like long last three commercial <laughs> breaks. I'll end up sitting through those, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah," and I'll remember again by the like. It just gets tired, and like the commercial starts, you're like, "Oh, my opportunity to go piss, to go get a drink, or whatever," and you come back and you end up watching all the commercials. Like, uh, you are right though, um, but you know. Swiss cheese in the, in the in the old squash there. Uh, Elizabeth says I agree with Joe. Test with no ammo. That it that it oh that makes so it was what he said that the gun didn't have any ammo in it, uh, and it was set up almost in a test kind of situation to see what these people would do. That's 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 an interesting perspective. Right, right. and like Rick's got his three quite like our group has done this kind of shit. This isn't like like you, you want to join our group. You want to we have three questions for you and what if you don't answer the three questions to our satisfaction what's our group why is this response? night different yeah why we can't just let them go and bring people back here can we question number one why is this night different than other nights question number two why do we eat mm -hmm. bread on this night uh we've got a longer message from david with some more uh of the responses from the facebook group so let's uh, joe and i are going to sit back have a drink relax here for a second and we're going to play a longer david message here uh about uh reading some of these messages so let, let's let's go let's hear hopefully you can hear hey this what's going on everybody this is chris hardwick with the walking dead sycophants hotline we're just going to read some of the i mean the outpouring of affection for this episode from some of the fans we got Corey from winnemucca who says man the writers have been horrible these last for what one or two exciting things that happen each season just a bunch of boring episodes you think with the final season they would uh step the game up ha 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 the walking dead more like the show is dead you know Corey. <laughs> you know i completely agree i love the walking dead too and we got sarah hill from saskatchewan worst episode Oops, they've that. ever done like watching paint dry and nobody loves watching paint dry more than yours truly okay we got ashley from santa monica what do you say the daryl episode bored me this episode is super interesting you know what, Ashley? You are now my adopted daughter. I could not agree more with you. All right, we only got a little bit of time left in, in the episode. Let's see if we can uh, find a few more. We got Jeff Scarborough. Uh, I'm going to say from Pittsburgh. Another filler so far for the third week in a row. This season is a letdown so far. Literally nothing good has happened for the group in a long while. That sounds exactly sounds like my like marriage. I could like not agree with you more, NBA Jeff, but I love it. And Major League I love baseball. it so fucking much. Um, and, and finally, we got Evan Ginsburg. Uh, this week will greedily break the record for the most commercials in an hour of TV. Come on. You're just taking this out of the story over and over and over again. Stop taking... I know, David, it's a little, I'm trying to jack the volume. I need to do a little volume adjustment here at some point in the future. But I'm sorry if the volume's a little low on that. Hopefully you guys can hear this a little while, hear this enough. But I agree. I can tell that the volume's a little low. I'm trying to, uh, trying to adjust it at the moment. Those hands, juicy chicken sandwich shaking my head. 
you know what, Evan? Better words about The Walking Dead have never been spoken. I love you. You are invited to the cookout. And, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Walking Dead Sycophant Hotline. I'm Chris Hardwick. Suck my dick. <laughs> Suck my hard dick. Yeah, no, here's the thing. That show, that after show, I enjoyed it when it started, right? When they started doing the Chris Hardwick Talking Dead, it was informative at times. They had some really good, uh, really involved fans come. Uh, I forget who the lady is. Um, she would bring her fucking notebook. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Uh, um, she and, she and actually host she actually hosted the show for a while when Hardwick was uh, off the show. And then there was um, uh, was it Jericho came on. Dude, uh, Jericho, yeah, wrestler Jericho. I was so impressed with every fucking syllable that came through his fucking lips. I was like, oh my god, I just became a Jericho fan. Not in like uh, the wrestling sense, but like, isn't there a show called guy, Jericho? This guy got some shit in his head. Like, he's not a shithead. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> he's got, he's got a brain up there. Like, I, I, I enjoyed listening to his. Uh, rundown of that Evette Nicole Brown was her name Th thank you Atari dad yeah Evette Nicole Brown yep um like the, there was some really good guests on the show they had they, all they made, also I, rem I remember they had uh I, I also remember in the first couple of seasons they would have people on I, I believe I have a memory of was it Dave Navarro that was on once and he like complained about the show and then was never invited back they but they yep. would ha they would have some people and I'm not the biggest Dave Navarro fan personality wise uh I love Jane's Addiction don't get me wrong and uh Chili Peppers with Dave in the band but uh but but that's not what you do you don't you don't go on to another show as a as a guest like that. Badmouth the show you're supposed to be talking. Isn't about. that what you do? Or would you go on but there no, and chill? No, but would you the you go on I'm there and chill, wouldn't you, Joe? If they if they brought me on to the show, they would be bringing me on to that show because they know exactly what they're getting from right. me, right? Fair. They know they're going to get a Fair. brutally honest opinion of whatever specific episode I I am watching. They're going to get what I liked, what I didn't like, and I'm going to be honest about it. I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to kiss anybody's ass. I'm not going to blow smoke up anybody's ass at all. That's not what – but he had his own show, Dave Navarro, Ink Master shit. So you don't go on that show and talk shit because those fans are going to be like, dude, fuck you. I'm not watching your show no more. So that's another part of it. I think Ink Master was probably like, no, no. You're not going over there because we might have lost. Jason, yeah, Jason Alexander also also came on and complained about how annoying that kid who got eaten was after the episode. Yeah, and you're not seeing him anymore on there. I would also like to see that Atari dad. And it's sometimes you get in situations like that where people are so connected to shows, you can't necessarily see how they really feel because you get to know the cast and the crew and you become connected with it. Uh, so I would like to see just from a television standpoint what Chris Hardwick actually thought about the state of the walking dead at the moment it would be or not even at the moment because i think season no, 10 season as, 10 as is an improvement was, as it was i'd like to see his state of thought like an, an honest blunt opinion uh, uh about season uh, seven and eight and nine yeah no just uh, after every season like like season one you know he's going to be like i'm its biggest fan that's why i got this job because i had my own podcast and i was like everybody got to check this shit out it's the best shit ever or something right wow. i don't know for sure but like, but at some point, you know, as an entertainer, as someone that's in the industry, he has to have that objective eye. He has to see that it, 
it's not just him who might be saying where he sees the numbers falling and the entirety of the fucking world saying the show has lost something. It's lost not only a step. Yeah, he'll be he'll be out of his contract one day, someone said. And just uh, yes. someone just threw up there, I think it was Jason Voorhees, that said, and that's surprising because uh, people that people are inspired enough to vote because you know don't take this take this for a grain of salt but right now the episode's rating on imdb is 5.3 out of 10 so that that's where people are with this particular episode what did last week's rate i go? think in the i think seven or eight maybe maybe seeing it it deserves that uh it was still a little slow and they broke a couple of hard and steady rules for the apocalypse uh I can't get over that, Phil. I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking about and thinking about it. And, thinking, and yeah, no shit. How do you think the, go the goat got in there? The sheep got in there? Well, dude, it's the fucking apocalypse. Shit happens. Animals get caught in all sorts of weird places. So <laughs> I don't want to hear about. It. I don't want to hear about what you do with animals. The in pig, the, the pig, not oh, the sheep. Oh, the pig, oh, the oh. boar, the wild boar. <laughs> I really like last week's episode. Like me too. Me too. Can we talk about last week's episode I, some I'd more? Love to. I'd love to hear some some thoughts about last week's episode. No, I and I think I think I think for guest it, appearances, uh, for get, single off, one off guest appearances, uh, Terminator Two goes right up there with Mayor Joe Hale. I know Mayor Joe Hale was in a couple of episodes, but I thought this yeah, was yeah, he a, was in a, a small a string. But I think this was a similar effective performance, and there's been there's been other momentary characters here and there that pop up. Uh, the first time we see. Morgan, if you think about Morgan as a singular episode before he becomes part of the show and then part of Fear of the Walking Dead, that one Morgan episode at the beginning of the series, I think uh, this was another one of those episodes where we get a singular character that is really memorable uh, and uh, an extremely memorable end to the episode. The the With uh, Father Gabriel doing the Joe Dirty Locks essentially knife to the back of the head situation right there yep. at the end. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Things I forgot about. Uh, what, uh, have we seen any other character take their own life on that show? Don't have to worry. Take your shit, buddy. I think towards the beginning we did. Oh, uh, you mean, I'm not remembering anybody taking their do own Do you mean life. sacrificing themselves for other people or just taking Sasha their own life? kind of did. How? She sacrificed herself. She didn't like. Right, so so did so did the dude like uh, with Shane with Shane or no, Shane kind of killed him. Yeah, I don't remember. And uh, and I guess we've bumped into people that they bumped into corpses or skeletons or something. Really? With people. Yeah. Oh wait, she did kill herself. She turned herself into a zombie. So when she came out of the casket, she would bite Governor. But I don't remember how she killed herself either. Didn't she take something? Didn't someone give her something to take, like a like a pill? Like, did she drug herself? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but pe some someone in a, someone in the live chat can kind of kind of tell us. Yeah, there was a lady in season one with the CDC stating side and exploding the building. Yeah, the, the CDC guy. Killed yeah, the girl didn't want to. The girl didn't want to leave. She said, "Fuck this shit," and I'm just staying. And she stayed with uh, stayed with the scientist guy to kill herself in the in the building in season one. Yeah, that that that's a good one, Atari Dad. Yeah. That, that absolutely happened. Uh, like now that you say that, I have I have a I have a specific memory for that. Okay, so the end of this episode, uh, we see Princess ultimately giving up the gun and giving up entrusting the stormtrooper biker weir kind of guy, and 
and theoretically, are you? So you're thinking, Joe? If we we're actually picking this shit apart, she passed the test, right? She she passed the test for the team. Yeah, um, yes, but she also <laughs> you got the Katie Crow. Somebody heard your voice, Katie Crow alert. <laughs> um, uh, she also says to him right before they walk out, because you know the other people listening right outside that train car. I've only known them for a week. I don't know how old they are. I don't know their full fucking names. I don't know where they're from, everywhere, nowhere, like everybody. Like, she doesn't really give them any information. But she, anyway, doesn't kill anybody, right? She she gives the gun back and all that. No, no. And, the, and you got to figure everyone else did. And I also wonder if these are the people connected to Eugene's friend. Um, Walking David says she took the pill that was initially made for Negan by Eugene. Yes, that's what happened. Jason Voorhees says Tara meeting the Oceanside was the second lowest rated episode at 5.6. This episode is now a 5.3, making it the worst Walking Dead rated episode in IMDb history uh, as of right now, as of the right Tara's night after. dead, right? She got her head put on a pike? Yeah, Tara, Tara's gone, yeah. Um, Thank God. Elizabeth also adds, been watching Chris Hardwick since he was on G4. I've been watching since the MTV singled out. I think that was the first singled thing. Singled out, summer. Yep. He, lo- he does love games and comics, but he's paid to push major yeah, games like and comics. His best friend is Will Wheaton, who's like the ultimate fucking nerd, right? The nerdist. And, and his buddy, Will Wheaton. And uh, Will Whedon's kind of a shell too sometimes, uh, but he but he's paid to push major oh, games in comics and has been for a long Good. time. I'll shell. What do you want me to shell? Oh, dude, we'll shell. You, you want, we want us to Sh- say shell the shit out of shell but, shells. Man. Tito's vodka. It's in- yeah. incredibly smooth. Get yourself so, some Tito's vodka. Johnny Walker double black. Get, oh wait, my screen is double the, black. Get yourself some Johnny Walker double black. <laughs> get yourself some Johnny Walker double all black. All the gone. All the gone beer. Yeah. We'd totally be like the Wayne's World scene. We, we'd wear your fucking sunglasses. I'd wear Doritos oh, yeah. t-shirts and shit. I'd shell my fucking asshole. So if, uh, but I, I generally enjoy Chris uh, when he's on his podcast and just talking shit like I, th- I think there that's when he's the most natural where well, I feel like he's allowed to be honest and his stand in his stand up walking dead and his stand up too like I feel like he's funny in those contexts but when he's, but he's on- still not allowed to talk shit about the walking dead probably contractually yeah like like contractually he is not allowed to do it like It'd be nice if this show was an independent show. C- Celebrity Bikini uh, c- shares your point uh, earlier. An episode doesn't have to be great if it sets up another episode. So right. that's what if you're. It, that's kind of what you're hoping coming off this. Coming off this episode. Coming off of all 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 six of these. All six of these episodes. That I'm the, hoping that all six of these will open up space in the upcoming season where they don't have to do this shit. Oh, where where maybe in the upcoming season they had originally planned that one of the episodes was going to be focused on Princess uh, and to get to know her so we know who she is. Maybe not in a full episode like this, but like half an episode. Yeah. Now they don't have to do that half an episode of getting to know you shit. Or when they do do it, It'll have a little bit more impact you because said, we already do do. You said do do. <laughs> I'm such a child. You said do do. Fractal curve. Great to see the fractal curve in the chat. And thank you to all of you folks that have popped on in here. If you haven't already and you're enjoying this silliness at this point, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, and if you haven't, for whatever reason you're watching, hit that subscribe button as well. So thank you guys for checking this out and being with us this evening on this Sunday evening, talking about this slower but still always fun to talk about. Always. Fun 
fun to have an opportunity to talk to you, Joe. It's good. We're, we're getting into a rhythm now. This is like two two sessions in a row. I get, we're cu- you're coming back. This We're not over yet here, but coming back for the final episode of this season. That's going to be the Negan episode, which I think most people are extremely excited for. I think it's the episode that has the most hype surrounding it. What's in this, next week's in, about? Next week seems to be, in my, from the preview of next week, going to be Daryl, Carol, and what's the other dude from the kingdom that's Ezekiel's number one? Uh what, Hawaiian? Yeah, whatever his dude's, the dude's name is. I forget that guy's name. But that character seems to be a big part of the next episode. I, uh, I don't know. What's his name? Someone in the chat will throw it in in a second. But I, Sir Lancelot or something? Yeah, Bobby Baratheon. I'm trying to think of characters' yeah. names from, uh, from, from A Knight's Tale. Uh, Shill Hardwick will never say anything bad about The Walking Dead. If he does, he loses his future contracts with corporate media just for... Uh, just from Fox nerds, uh, corporate media will never allow him to be independent. Great to see the fractal curve works every time since James Elliott. But uh, but yes, it seems to be an episode with those characters. Uh, but it seems to be another Daryl Carroll episode. Is 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 what the preview seemed. To I didn't be. even see the preview. I went Jerry. Uh, oh, thank you, Bliss, a sensitive man. Uh, the character. I came, I came in here to put on the computer and everything, and then watch the first few minutes of uh, 90 Day Fiance while I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm watching The Circle UK right now. Uh, that's my that's my cheesy reality show at the moment. Uh, 90 Day Circle UK. Uh, Circle UK is like in the in the, uh, the the season just started. And I'm all about it. Um, Jerry, as uh, Bliss said, said, is that character's name? I think it's a Jerry Carroll Daryl episode, and his other brother Daryl. Three people will get that. Uh, my issue is we have such <laughs> little time that <laughs> that two people out there is like, oh, I remember that show. Such a good show. Oh, it was great. Did you did you have a preference of the two Newharts, the Bob Newhart show or Newhart? I kind of because the age I grew up in, I, I like the hotel. I like the uh, yeah, I like Newhart, Newhart. Be- Newhart better. But I understand the greatness of the Bob Newhart show itself. Like it might have been a better show. But I grew up when Newhart was on TV. The the uh, that when it was in Vermont, right? The, but so I met I met what's his name there, the bosom buddy that was on that show. Oh, the uh, the other the, the not uh, met him in Boston. The at, not Tom at, uh, the not Tom Hanks bosom buddy. Yeah, that the Italian restaurant that used to be across the street from the Wang Center. I forget what the name of it was, but a lady that uh, a good friend of my parents used to work there too. I used to drop her off there. And one night, uh, me, Katie, my parents, we were going to see, um, like, Miss Saigon or Madame Butterfly, I forget which one. And uh, we ate at the Italian restaurant across the street, had a couple of drinks after the show, after the show, before the show, I forget. And he was sitting at the table, like, fucking right next to us. Oh, Katie's nice. like, I think that's... Uh... Bosom Buddy, not Tom Hanks. Yeah, Katie, what's Bosom Buddy's name? He recently passed away, actually. He's dead. He the, like I want to say it was last year or this year or something. He like recently passed away. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I Peter Scolaris. I'm pretty sure he just passed. I'm pretty sure he did. But Peter uh, Scolaris is dead. No, I gotta look that up. Go- Google that shit to correct me if I'm wrong, because 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 uh, I got I, we got it wrong on uh on uh on the on the Scolari Peter Scolari. We got it wrong on uh, the Cobra Kai. No, he's not dead. Oh, I thought he passed for some reason. No, years active, 78 to present, so he's still alive, okay. 65 years old. He's 5'7". Okay, he's okay. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I'm an he's asshole. He's okay. He's okay, Don't everybody. Put out the rip Peter Scalari. <laughs> no, this this, this is this is like with Ed Asner on Cobra Kai. I, I said he was passed away too. And people are co- in the comments like, Phil, he's not dead. He's 96. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, my brother Dale and my older brother. Oh yeah, my brother Dale. My other brother Dale's a celebrity bikini. Uh, Peter Peter Griffin is hashtag Team Ed for ninety day fiance. I don't know what that means, but I don't know if Joe knows what that means. And we got uh, we got wait wait wait, wait. I, ha- hashtag Team Ed for ninety day fiance. I'm not sure who it is. I've only seen like the last ten episodes or so, and like as far as names go, no, I know there's. There's uh, I here's the thing. I like the couch, the pillow talk, ninety day fiance. I, I watch ninety day, but I really like the pillow talk. So like, I started when one of the pillow talk guys was picking up Colombian chicks, and now he sits on the couch with his one of his ex girlfriends. <laughs> but uh, I don't know their names. Is Ed the fat guy with the Thai chick? That cooks in bed all the time. That's cool. We'll see. <laughs> like, we'll see in the live chat. The, like, the two poor fucking Ukrainian chicks that are on the show right now that just got fucking. We, we, we might need to do a. We might need to do a ninety day fiance fiance podcast. Oh, dude, like the ninety day. Apparently, Katie said this is some sort of phenomenon. It's on like season ten or some shit like that, and it's like one of the biggest programs out there. Apparently. A friend of ours, uh, a, a, a friend that, uh, or my, my ex's friend got asked or almost was on that show. I'll, I'll tell you about it when we're off the air, Joe. Uh, like, like had gotten an offer to be on that show. I believe it was 90 Day Fiance. It was one of those shows. It was either that or Married at First Sight. Or it was like what one of those one of those kinds of shows. I want to know which which friend. Uh, one of the ones that walked down the aisle with you. I'll tell you about it off air. I don't want to I don't want to put people's business out there. Let me, let me uh, uh, Jason Voorhees says Quantum Leap was the shit. Fractal Curve says missing every. Where the fuck did that come from? Where the fuck did Quantum Leap come from? But it's true. And Frack- it is no, no, no. It is true. I, I saw, it we, is true. Katie and I watched an episode actually like yesterday. We're not looking before. in the chat play by play. It could have come up in natural conversation. And Fractal Curve has the comment of the night. Missing seeing everyone. Even Joe. <laughs> even Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fract- That's a first. Fract- That's a first. Thank you. That's a first. Somebody Fractal Curve gets two points for Gryffindor on that one. That was good. That was good one. I like that. Um, for the longest time, I read 90 Fiance as 90 Day Fiance, thinking it's a reality show fixing people's fiancés in 90 days, says Ian. <laughs> um, 65, not 91. Why did I think that uh, Tom Hanks' uh, buddy from Bosom Buddies passed away? For so- oh, no, I know who I was confusing him with. Uh, completely different actor, but uh, squ- the not Michael McKee and Lenny and Squiggy. Squiggy. Squiggy passed. Yeah, I was yes, confusing Squiggy with uh, with the uh, dude from uh, Bosom Buddies. My bad. Um, and yes, Ed Asner's 91 still. And, uh, and, uh, who, who, uh, I think it was Atari dad that maybe called me out in the Cobra Kai when I was like, Phil, Ed Asner is still alive. Hashtag even Joe. Yes. Hashtag even Joe. So I don't know. Um, we're not ending things right now. Uh, we'll have a, we'll have a couple more conversations about other things when we end the discussion about this episode, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else worth talking about this episode. I think, I think princess was in her mind most of the time, yada, yada, yada. Um, the only thing that was real was her conversation with, with, uh, with stormtrooper number B that passed, that she gave the gun back that theoretically she passed a test that helped the rest of the team. And then, uh, cousin Balky's roommate, cousin Larry, is yeah, it? He's dead. Cousin Larry passed. Yeah, he's dead. Oh no! Oh my goodness! 
We can't get. I'm pretty sure he's dead. We can't. We can't get that perfect strangers reboot. I mean, reunion show. He was in an order of like uh, Law and Order that was uh, Criminal Intent that was just he was fantastic in that. Balky bought Talkamus or the or cousin Larry. Cousin Larry. Cousin Larry. Oh, good job. Um, uh, Atari says I I don't watch Cobra Kai. It wasn't me. Um, it was me. <laughs> I just found out that James, Randy, and Eddie Van Halen... Yeah, Eddie Van Halen passed last year as well. On a brighter note, yeah, Better Call Saul is filming its final season right now. And Joe and I cannot wait to be here talking about that final season every single episode. Uh, okay, so anything else about this episode? Oh, Larry's still alive, too. Oh, good. We're, we're, we're putting out a bunch of false information tonight. A, fall, a bunch of false dead people here. See, it's because The Walking Dead didn't give us any dead people to talk about, so we're having to, like... No, we're trying to kill them all. Yeah, we're trying to kill them all now. <laughs> we're being evil bastards. Knives to the back of the head did for you, everyone. Did you hear what happened to Joe Dirty Locks and Phil the Issues guy? They're both dead. <laughs> they're so old. They're old and fucking out of shape, and they're dead. Oh, yeah, they're dead. That show's been over for yeah, a while now. Fuck those issues, guys. Uh, so... So, so yeah, so a uh, good performance by the actress that played uh, that played Princess in this episode, and I think even the, uh, the the stupid stormtrooper guy. I think again in the material that they got today, and I think in generally sort of the the tone of everything in The Walking Dead is all right in these six episodes and in season 10 in general, I think it's shifted to be a little bit more serious again in some port. I think the performance of the actor Ezekiel playing a different version of himself was subtle and good. Eugene was annoying as ever in his few moments. The actress to play Kumiko doing her voiceover did a decent job too. I think there was all good performance, but in general it was a boring fucking episode of The Walking Dead that ultimately what happens is we learn that Princess had a very difficult past that she deals with some issues and we got backstory and her fleshed out that hopefully plays dividends later so it takes away time from where we can get actual action and actually progression of the story. No, I'm not someone that needs shiny lights and things flashing all over the place to keep me entertained. I need well-written drama and good character moments and just well-written, engaging stuff, not just good acting performances. Right. And I think what worked about last week's episode for me and what doesn't work about this episode in the Daryl episode, and I know you probably hate the Daryl episode worse. I think I hate this episode worse, but it's close. Uh, no, so, the Daryl episode is much worse than this. Uh, it's close. It's, What's okay. good about that episode? It's We get a few moments of action, I guess. The fish. The, the fish. fish. Yeah, we get the fish. The fish. We get That's an iconic it. fish That's moment. That's it. That's it. So, uh, Balky is a really solid actor. Uh, what's his name? Um, I'm, bl I'm blanking on the actor's name. Uh, fucking, uh, Bronson Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot is a very talented guy. He's, he's, he has like Dana Carvey, Robin Williams upside with like being able to jump from character to character and like with commitment wise, like he can real and Brent Spiner. I think he's very analogous to Brent Spiner. Like those two have, like he could have been data in a different, in a different timeline universe. I think, I think he has that acting skill where he could play all the different versions of himself and like that kind of thing. I think Bronson Pinchot does have, does have that kind of acting ability in my experience and seeing his performances. But so, yeah. So, uh, Better Call Saul, 13 episodes instead of 10, making it one, one episode longer than Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's one thing that was announced about Better Call Saul. They are get, we are getting a 13-episode final season instead of 10 episodes, Joe. Um, let's be honest. The only good performance in the Daryl episode was Dog and the Fish, says, says Fandom. So, I, so I think... I, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, Better Call Saul is a more solid, better 
show. Oh, here it is. Breaking Bad. Wait till it finishes. Hold, hold on to that. Let's see, let's see how – does it matter how this show finishes to you or uh, – it, it matters because how a show finishes can ruin the entirety of ever – like I can't watch Game of Thrones past season five and now I have problems watching any early seasons too. I can't watch How I Met Your Mother at all. I would watch rerun after rerun and still and get a kick out of it. Where's Cool's Carlos, right? Like, I I can't watch any. Like, I put it on for five minutes. I'm like, oh, that ending. Oh, <laughs> so it, it, Sopranos. It's it, it's on the edge. I got three quarters of the way through it, and then I'm like, I don't want to finish. Yeah, but it wasn't because of the end. It was because you got kind of bored by what, what you were watching, not because you right. were anticipating that awful end right. or whatever. So, but, like, so Jason Vort, it can ruin a complete series. Joe, uh, Jason agrees with you. I agree. Better Call Saul is is better. A bliss of sensitive man says, "Oh damn, Joe, we have a." Uh, I, no, no, that's a conversation that that can be had. I, that, and that's where I agree with you. It's a conversation that I think, when all is said and done, is going to need to be had because. It's close. I think I, I said it before, and I'll say I'll say it again that I they think as of right now, I think the narrative of Breaking Bad is tighter from beginning to end of the story. But I think the characters are more fleshed out in a way on Better Call Saul. Like like Jimmy is a more multi dimensional character than Walt is, even though Walt is a amazing character as a character. But we know so much about Jimmy into Saul, like in Kim and Jimmy and Kim. And then you got Chuck. And I mean, all those people in like breaking bad, you, you have Walt and Jesse, Mike is a, Mike and Gus are intense, but it's really about Walt and Jesse when it, when it really comes down to it. Yep. Um, and it's, it's lightning folks, or if you could add, it's about the family too. It's about, you know, uh, Hank no, too. It's about Walt but it's about Walt and Jesse. Um, they try to make it about Skyler. And they try to make it about Hank sometimes. And they all have high points and moments in the series, but it's really like, all, for me anyways, it's all about that, but it's about that tight narrative. They're, they're slightly different kinds of shows. Better Call Saul is like a deep character study kind of thing, but, it's it's a good argument. I like I've said it's yeah. it's it's a excellent chef. Like take the be- take whoever you think is the best chef in the world, and you're eating his signature dish, and you're eating his his number two dish that could be his signature dish. Which one do you like better? And both of them are fucking amazing. You know, do you want well uh, Gordon Ramsay's beef Wellington, or do you want the fucking what, you spin your fucking what, risotto? Yeah, yeah you, do you, no, no. Do you do you eat the veal palm or the chicken palm? Yeah, like the veal palm might taste better, but you got to think about the baby cow that's dead. vfw warlord phil you rock glad to be back on the walking dead we need some joe range we have 20 uh 26 there'll be joe rage in those 26 i believe there's 20 someone said 25 but i believe it's 26 because we have 24 next season and then two more episodes and i'm not almost don't have rage left for me in this in this show like how many times can i scream about leaving your shit buddy behind you lost it a long time leaving their shit buddy behind i remember the still leaving their shit buddy behind phil i remember the day that you died like the day the day that the day that that joe died died. i remember i mean i remember that day you're you're, it was it just all stopped you like cried it's there there was nothing nothing could be done nothing could be i don't know i don't know where and jason that's where i I, depends how they stick the landing it's still in a discussion better call saul is in the discussion as probably and i would say I will say it's unarguably 
one of the most underrated shows of all time because of its big brother uh, par parent show. Uh, unlike Cheers to Frasier, where Frasier really did make an identity for itself, Better Call Saul, even though it does have its audience, it it never it still is has that cloud and i mean this is a good cloud it's a good cloud to have over you has that breaking bad cloud over it that that some breaking bad fans just won't you know won't budge on it you and, know and non and people who didn't like breaking bad will never watch better call Saul because i don't want to watch uh people doing bad shit <laughs> joe's new album rage against the walking dead hmm <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly, broke. Excuse me, Phantom. Shawn Michaels lost his smile. Joe lost his rage. Everybody, I'm sorry to tell you that I lost my <sighs> smile because I don't want to fall down for anybody because me and the click don't bow down to anybody. We do what we want here in wrestling. This is Shawn Michaels. I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world, but I'm still the heartbreak kid. I'm sexy and you know I like Shawn Michaels, but you know I don't even know who Shawn Michaels is. He was one part of the Rockers, and he ended up being probably one of the best, best hardest working wrestlers in the ring since like someone like Ric Flair or Randy Savage. Like like in the ring, Shawn Michaels could take take falls like nobody was was the showstopper. He he brought he brought the attention, but he was also like a ridiculous backstage douchebag that would <laughs> that would uh, fuck people over backstage. Screwed over. Uh, conspired with Vince to screw over Brett in Montreal. And I know what someone out there is saying. They're quoting Vince McMahon to me and saying, Brett screwed Brett. But you know, like, I don't even, you can expect it from Vince. But Sean was one of the boys, and he shouldn't have done that to fucking, uh, to fucking Brett. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars episode. <laughs> but anyways, I, I don't, I, I'm saving that for uh, Big Daddy Matt and I's future wrestling podcast that we're going to do at some point when The Sopranos is over. We, we got we gotta, our 90s. I could never get into wrestling our or 90s follow the macro soap opera of that shit. Uh, like, celebrities, he was better as a rocker. I, I did, him and Marty Jannetty had a, something special. They were, they were one of the most exciting tag teams especially at that age in wrestling when the, you didn't see a lot of wrestlers that had the skill that those two guys had in the ring. So to be able to Isn't see them pull the off his wrote that like uh, that song for poison. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I did, but I didn't hear that it. song. Uh, Every rose has its thorn. I didn't know if uh, if every rose. I mean, I know the song. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know Shawn Michaels isn't, wrote it. Isn't that the rock of love? No, 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 that's different rock. He was that, a wrestler? No, 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 no. Uh, Brett Michaels wasn't a wrestler, but he did inspire a uh, a, a tag team wrestling group. Um, you probably would know the Rockers if you saw it because they were of that age in the wrestling when you were probably forced I to watch stopped it. Around, like, I stopped watching wrestling by 1988 and then started again for like maybe six months with like the uh, NWO stuff, I think you watched right in uh, the Lucha Libre there. Yeah. What's his name? Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio, and yeah. yeah, Hogan became bad and shit. Hollywood Hulk. Okay, I'm so I'm sorry to anyone that's tuning out right now because I'm talking wrestling. Uh, so wrestling's okay. horrible. We're not talking about that shit. Well, yeah. Well, I am at a different point in time, but but I won't deny it's horrible. But it's still fucking delicious. Every road is Brett Michaels, and he was a rocker. Uh, so I don't I don't know what else there is to say about this particular episode. Eugene is like, get the back in your cell, but it doesn't really happen. We fucked up. I did take notes on this, but again, my notes are just everything that Princess did, and I don't feel like taking it point for point with her in this particular episode benefits anything particular. Um, 
VFW. Dude, we are top tier content. Oh dude. my god, I gotta go spin the wheel for VFW. Here, no, I'll give, I'll, uh, I'll pour a little bit more whiskey. Top tier, top shelf. Top shelf. Whiskey, double black here. Spin, 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 motherfucker. Fool. Thank you so much for that super chat donation. Oh no. Oh no. Here we go. It also landed on. We'll take drinks for you, and it also landed on you. You gotta. I gotta play you a stupid little fucking. Uh, <laughs> Fudgy. I'm gonna play you a stupid ocarina song, right? Sorry, I couldn't play louder than that because uh, a louder yeah. instrument than that. But I landed on. Why, uh, pl- why, yeah, it got also like, no, nah, man, it took away the music. <laughs> it was good. You were like, it was going good. It was jamming. Why'd you stop? Yeah, dude, I, I was psyched. You had the fucking drum machine in the background and shit. You had, you had the fucking ocarina out. Yeah, it was, was but fucking, we got the super Link chat. Was, Link was starting to conjure fucking behind you, dude. <laughs> And then and then you turned that you hit that button and the fucking shit went away. It shut off. It, it was almost it was almost over anyway. It was it was just a small little uh, uh, performance for the VFW Warlord super chat donation. The wheel. We have a. I ma- tell you, Brett Michaels would be jealous. Would Brett Michaels want that on on every rose has its thorn? He'd the- want that in the ring, dude. He'd <laughs> want that in the ring. He'd want you in his corner. In Jason ring. Voorhees says that should be the theme song for the Stormtroopers. And one more huge thank you for uh, for that super chat donation from VFW Warlord. And it landed on ocarina or trumpet song. Since I can't play the trumpet at eleven forty eight. I want to know about his poker. Uh, Big Kev might pop in here at some point in time. He usually oh, pops in late. Fucking ah. Uh... Big J. Oh, Big J will be back. You know, Big J will be. He only watches our uh, Better Call Saul stuff. He'll be back for Better Call Saul. Um, I miss Big J. Portable spinning wheel technology. I do. I have to because this room. Joe's actually been in here. Oh my I, god! I can Think wave pool made out of wood. I cannot uh, put the. That's not in motion. Right. I cannot put the wheel actually on a flat surface, or the art will fall straight. There forward. is no flat surface. No. No. <laughs> I'm falling. Everything. Okay. Here. Here. You ready? Okay, so you think that his camera is at an angle, okay? Now, what I want you to do is look right behind Phil's uh, forehead at the shelving, right? You can see the bottom side of the top shelf, right? Now, look underneath his left shoulder. You can see the top side of the desk next to his uh, right bicep, right? The floor is pointing to the middle of the room on both sides there. <laughs> you're confusing everyone, Joe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we need arrows. We need arrows. Yeah, celebrity. Yeah, yeah. But, but let's just say that the room is on an angle. Um, I might be... Uh, I'm like four angles, Phil. Yeah, there, there was a potential chance I might be moving in September, so uh, I will be off the angle. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Ve- Big Kev is another Vegas guy, right? I believe he's in Vegas. I, I think he travels around a little bit. Um, Elizabeth says, I feel like if we look at what each of our characters says to process, we know what each characters are at play in their head. Seems like... A hot-headed warrior type represented by King. Yeah, and I also think each part of each each part of each one of the characters that we see inside her mind are different. The princess are different we parts know of what princess. The characters are. Yeah, are different. Right, we know 
Uh, and great yes. to see Changa in the live chat. And yes, the Montreal screw job. Phil has a particular set of skills. Yeah, and one she of- obviously thinks, you know, and that's a good point. And that is something more that we should kind of explore. Now, Elizabeth's here. making uh, some great points tonight, actually. I, I, I'm glad you actually said that, yeah, Elizabeth, because here, here's the thing. When, uh, <coughs> when Ezekiel punches the Stormtrooper and beats him up when she finally realizes that it was her that has done this to him right i'm sorry i don't know my own strength and that's kind of important because she's bestowed that the strength the fighter of the group is ezekiel right uh when she talks to eugene she's talking uh, Eugene's giving her some strategy tips, right? Or even they're, her, they're or, to, or even her pessimism, us. or even her pessimism. Or, or no, because he's not. I don't think he's pe- being pessimistic, Eugene. I was kind of half asleep. I was just waking up after two hours. I worked last night, but uh, he was he was telling her like, "You, this is a test. This can work out okay. You you have to think about <laughs> what what's going on here." Um, Gordon I said, know. "I think I think that's a great point, and it does very much so represent uh, part of her own personalities. Yeah, um, and that she may not feel like she's strong enough to beat this guy up, which obviously she is. But Ezekiel can do it. Right? And if she has to become Ezekiel to do it. She will. If she has to become Eugene." to to out these guys in an interrogation and to outthink them to not answer the questions or to ask questions instead of answering them to to turn the interview around on them to frustrate them to the point where they have to smack her and be like we're done like we're not going to get anything out of you like <laughs> she's attributed these these elements of her personalities to these people that she's just met because this is who she believes they are as well I guess. Yeah. No, I, I is, definitely. Is to your point, uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, well, I think that's uh, a good point. Uh, Gordon also says, if she's a princess, who is she? A toadstool? And someone says, no, she's Princess that's actually, Peach. That's actually her name. Peach. Because Peach, because it's the it 90s. And, uh, or I was going to say, it's Princess Carolyn, so she's a cat, so you can eat it, Gordon Gordon Shumway over there. I know, I know, I'm neither Joe, or, <laughs> neither Joe or I are trusting you around our cats, or when I get a cat, uh, you, you, you scary alien life form. We know what you guys do there on Melmac to our kitties. You're not, get, you're not getting our cats on fucking Melmac, you dirty fucking bastard. You dirty alf bastard. Try that shit with Willie. You're not going to get over on uh, Phil and Joe, Gordon fucking Shumway, buddy. Fucking asshole. Um, uh, crossover spinoff. Uh, the Walking Dead South Park, The Princess Kenny Diaries. <laughs> I like that. I had. Uh, CJ Ritchie, The Birdman. Princess is reminding me of Mr. Robot. And uh, I, I, like, I really enjoyed Princess Robot. Princess Robot. Princess Robot. Princess Robot. Mr. Robot season one. But for some reason, I just, I haven't yet watched any of the other seasons. Does it go past season two? I don't know if it goes past season two. I really enjoyed season one. I did too. I I loved it. And I don't think I finished season two. I lost interest. Like that's another one of those shows that they cliffhanged in the absolute worst possible way just like heroes season one just like lost season one just like there are some shows that can for me can be 
absolute masterpieces. Both of those, Lost and Heroes, are are some of them. And Ro- Mr. Robot, absolute masterpiece. Season Speaking one. of Heroes, one of the few, like I don't want to get too into Game talking about the uh, the the Justice League thing. No spoilers here or whatever. People oh care about my stuff. god! The only thing, oh one one of the only things I, I didn't really like was it did the Heroes thing with the slow motion. It played that Heroes song part. The Every time it was slow motion, it reminded me a little bit of Heroes at times with those uh, slow motion I moments. I didn't mind any of that shit. I, I didn't mind it. I, I generally enjoyed it. I, I, it, was a good, you, it was a good four-hour watch. Oh, my God. It was – I'll tell you what. It is an absolute – are we done with the dead here? I know we, we – okay, but let me let me, let me me tap things off here. Uh, everybody, uh, if you have Walking Dead stuff, feel free to keep asking questions about the Walking Dead. But we're going to open the conversation up a little bit and talk a little bit about the Justice League uh, – Snyder, Snyder, the Snyder cut of Justice League. The Justice League. Um, so if anyone doesn't want to hear that kind of conversation, all good. Check out now. Thank you. For, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Same with the people listening to the audio cast because this is is uh going to be uh, released as an audio cast on Podbean and iTunes as well. So uh, if anyone isn't interested in that kind of conversation, uh, check out now. Uh, but we're going to talk all about it. Probably some spoilers, but it's a movie that's been out since 2017, and the plot hasn't changed. So uh, I feel okay generally talking about spoilers for it, but we'll give warnings. We'll give our, we're going to probably talk about our immediate thoughts about it, and then... Oh, no. There's going to be... This is going to have... I'm not going to not spoil the fuck out of Justice League here for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Um, there's too much. This is a four-hour fucking movie. There's an, a, at least an hour of footage that was shot before Zack Snyder had left the project. There's at least okay, one four se- or five minutes of extra footage. One second, one second, Joe, before we get there. I just want to read one more comment for The Walking Dead for now. Ezekiel, where is my princess? He tilts his head. Your princess is in another castle. <laughs> awesome, David. Uh, and uh, and yes, yeah, so thank you so much. And I, I celebrity ba- bikinis bouncing out. Anyone else bounce out? Love you guys. Thank you for checking out this uh, checking out this stream. We'll we'll be back next week. I'll be back with David, the Walking David, talking about the Walking Dead. And then Joe will be back in two weeks to talk about the final episode. And I will also be back this Wednesday evening with uh, Big Daddy Matt talking about the Sopranos episode, another toothpick. So check that out. And hopefully be back this weekend over on After Dark stuff as well. So uh, so yeah, let's get into this. Uh, one, two, three. So Joe. The Snyder Cut came out. What the fuck do you think about it? So, yeah, four extra minutes of, of brand new filmed footage. Um, there is... It's packed. And there is a whole element of this movie from the original that you saw in the theaters or on demand or whatever you have you watched that is completely missing from the movie as well. Um, so they managed to take out a good, probably 15 to 20 minutes of footage. Dude, they had over an hour. Dude, they took out that whole stupid storyline with that random family. That the flash, who the fuck were those people? And and why do I care about them? And, and, and all, and they took out the scene with Batman hunting the, the insect on the roof. They made Batman was so useless in the 2017 edit. They just made him like dumb in this one. They actually gave him shit to do, but, but they all, they gave him shit to do, but they also took away like, like that was a big action scene for Batman on the roof. 
he goes after the burglar just to trap the fear thing and that was a whole big part of the storyline is that these things smelled fear is it they removed all of that and the references like there's one reference to them smelling fear is it awful to say in uh is it awful to say though i appreciate it it was definitely a better Joe's smelling the fair. It smells no, like I'm smelling your mother's box. It smells like victory. Um, <laughs> I smell your vagina. It smells good. I smell uh, your mother box. <laughs> now, it's is it okay? I'll say this though. It was obviously not, and I was gonna. I'll say obviously a better edited version of the 2017 movie. Oh, Whatever Josh Wheaton so chose to take out doesn't make sense. Like all of it just doesn't make sense. That being said. I personally just don't like Zack Schneider's movies, and this is probably the most Zack Schneider movie he's ever done since 300. Like, it's everything. If you, And I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not my favorite filmmaker, but it's a very good version of a Zack movie. It does, if that makes yeah, I sense. I loved 300. I know you do. You you've always loved that movie more than I do. It's not that I don't. It's not that I think it's bad. It's just the style over story. The like there's some of the like some of the stuff. No, no, I get it. It's artistic stuff over and, whether but, or not it's actually a but good movie. This is an amazing version. Uh, this is the best one of his three. It's better than Man of Steel. It's better than Batman versus Superman. It's like the best one of his. He was getting better. It does yes. some interesting stuff, but it's still like not. My favorite version of this universe. Um, so I, I like so. So it's not I so mean, much crazy. It's not like the greatest thing of all time for me. But I can understand someone that's into the Zach universe, like into his movies, could think that this is one of the best things ever put out because it yep. is. It is really well put together, and it's four hours that flies, and it's four fucking hours of goo. You're getting it all. <laughs> right. There's there's also the aspect of it too that's um. It's if you're watching this movie and you're coming from the Marvel universe, this movie originally in 17 felt a little Avengery, right? Now it's very Avengery. It's very Thanosy with the dark side, with the generals going to do shit. Oh yeah, with the, the you get the three bo- stones. The three like, boxes come together, and he can snap his. I mean, he can like undo existence. Um, yeah. Now Changa adds, I really like the Joker in the Snyder cut as well. He was way better. What did you think of Jared Leto's Joker in this compared to his Suicide Squad Joker? Um, <clears throat> he was absolutely. I don't want to say way better because I felt like for the most part, it was still Jared Leto. Yeah, but still Jared Leto's Joker. It was still Jared Leto's Joker. Styled way better. I like that they, it was Jared Leto's Joker's personality, but Zack Snyder got to say, we ain't doing that shit with the tattoos or we're covering it up. Yeah. We're putting the makeup on. We're, I we're, like this. I like going... this. I like the styling of him and it was a lot better done. I'm still not sure if he's my favorite selection for the Joker. Um, Tell me it wasn't awesome hearing the F bomb. Fu- yeah. Fuck you. I'd fucking kill you. Okay. I want to go through a little bit through each character and talk about some of the differences between the two versions, uh, especially with some of the ones that I think were way improved. I think that this edit, benefited two characters more than anybody it uh the flash and uh yep. and uh what's his name the uh the cyborg. cyborg especially cyborg i think 
I think the Flash, I still don't love his performance as the Flash. He's not my favorite, but I think they made him a lot more bearable and a lot fun, more fun because they gave him shit to do. Like the thing at the end. When well, he, they made him. He's also, again, this his character harkens back to Peter Parker's character in the Avengers movies. Starstruck at the superheroes, wanting to be one of them. Uh, a little clumsy. A little yeah, funny. yeah. I just, I'm just, I'm. I know you don't watch him. I still think the kid on the TV show does a better Flash. No, no. I, I just don't. So they're the way they represent the way the Flash moves and does things in this version is very good. The way they did it with the uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver is the still Marvel the best. It's still movies. the best. The Quicksilver is still for me the best version of the Flash yep. character. What they still get wrong, even in this cut is there's at one point where he's running around the city under the dome and you see the the bolt of lightning going around through the streets and i'm like i just that graphic of they try to do in every movie and every tv show you see this the red streak and uh and they call him streak or whatever at the beginning of flash right yep in the tv show you see that and like you see it zigzagging like it's a mouse in a maze or whatever and i'm sorry but it should be a fucking flash sure see it in all the city blocks but instantaneously no once i i on and i hear you about street, i hear you about the effect moving through the street i hear you about the effects but it's almost like when they do uh hockey in the all-star game and they get the laser on the puck so you can see it it's almost like just as a visual cue i, I just think as a i think the visual cue is wrong no fair and it, fair and, and you so detracts. you like you like it better in the the way they do it in the justice league movie i i but they still do it wrong in the justice league movie because they do the exact same thing when they do those faraway shots of him running through the city they you see the the zoo all around the blocks and that's not what you should be seeing it, okay so in the comic books you'll see that right but those are still shots those are still framed shots so that's what you get and i know a movie yes it's a a thousand still frame shots rolled together whatever get, get over here go, what what the flash is it's off flash it's yeah but they, you turn they need... on a light do you see the light move from the no like he even says i am i'm approaching the speed of fucking light but the character is so fucking fast you do not see the light come from the light and move to the wall but in fairness the light the... is just in the room and not in the but room. in fairness is... the characters on the sh on the show and in the movie they don't see that that's for us it, and it's and it's done in Correct. Fair, okay. fair. It's I, slow motion flash. Then why do they? Then, then the you don't take the fastest man in the universe and make him slow motion. You slow down everything else, right? Which is what they do when you see him actually touching stuff. Okay, or like that. All that was good, but it's the it's it's the long the the big visuals of that that they get wrong in every flash now they did this scene in both they did this scene in both uh movies but i definitely love the scene when they're fighting superman and the flash is running around him and superman just turns around and goes bitch and he sees <laughs> and he sees flash him. sees him see him yeah i he love sees his eyes click right on him he's like how did he do that that might be how one of my able to see me that move? might be one of my favorite henry cavill superman movie moments but but okay so i do want to say he's the, the best superman like he's he I, well we'll get we'll, we'll get to him in a second I, I, what i do want to to finish it up on the flash i 
he's not my favorite Flash, but even even not my favorite Flash around right now because I do, as Changa said, I like Grant Gustin as a lot better in, as the character. But I think he was a lot more bearable in this movie. They gave him more to do. They gave his character a little bit more backstory. They gave him like some something other than just what Joe was saying as the the Peter Parker kid and it just saying, "Hey, I'm here, Mr. Stark." They actually gave him things to do. They took out that scene where he was like talking to Batman, Batman right. and he he's like, and like, Batman's like here, and guy. Batman's like, "You just go kill one guy where he's having a panic attack." And Batman's like, "Get one guy at a time." They took out that scene. They made yeah. him actually function. So moving on to Cyborg, who I thought had the most, because James Elliott makes a good point. Cyborg should have had his own introduction like everyone else did. But they added a lot where they had Miles Dyson from Terminator 2 as his, as his father. I like the casting. Uh, who sacrifices himself. Uh, excellent performance by that actor who always delivers an amazing performance anytime he's in anything. And, and I say they, 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 set, they set up for more movie. Even though I don't think there's ever going to be with this but, do, but but doesn't this make you want a cyborg like coming out of this movie? It makes me want a cyborg movie more than anything because I think right. they could do because so many interesting stuff with him taking over. Uh, and his digital dad doesn't shit. die. It's a change box, right? They're change boxes. So what makes you think that dad's dead? He's just in the ether now, right? He's in the computer system, isn't he? He's in the uh, the Nexus, like the Star Trek gener- Next Generation Nexus kind of thing. He's he's gonna be in the. Uh, you- He's the voice that'll be able to talk to Cyborg from the beyond. But I do think he, Cy, the character of Cyborg was the one that got most screwed in the original cut. Because I just felt like he came out of nowhere and didn't offer any character. I think in this version, he does so much more. You understand more his connection with the box. You understand, uh, like, I didn't get that in the first version for whatever yep. reason, that he got his powers through the box. Maybe it was clear and I just missed it. But, like, in this, it's very clear. We get to see and him having to merge with the box. Yep, and his was fa- all new. And his father having to, like, bring him back with that <laughs> and do it. Like, maybe that was all in there and behind the scenes in the other version, but it was a lot more effective in this particular version. Um,. Another thing to move on to a different character, Wonder Woman, and I didn't notice this until I was kind of rewatching the 2017 version to pick up on some stuff and watching some videos pointing out some of the differences on some of the uh, you know the channels that do that stuff. Uh, and the Wonder Woman fight at the beginning, when she breaks up all the, they took her out like the end. She, what you learn in that scene is Wonder Woman has balls enough to kill people. Like she kills that dude, in the uh, the the last dude, which she which she claps her chains and she, uh, yeah, she a little bit of excessive force, right? Though, right. But that's what we're supposed to know about one. That's what I love about the Wonder Woman from the DC animated universe. Like she is, she's the one you have to watch out, ripping your fucking head off. She she'll she doesn't have Batman's moral. No, I won't kill she, you, coach. She knows. She will that, fuck that, you up. Yeah. There's no the moral code. There is there's good and there's bad, and if you've proven to be bad, then we're gonna end you. I'm yeah. gonna end you. Yeah, she's like punisher and shit. Yeah, she she ends what's his name? She cuts his fucking head off at the end. Spoiled. Yeah. She uh <laughs> she ends that dude in the bank. She ends um she ends uh Ares in her own movie. Yep. She, right. She, like she she has a long history of of killing the bad guy. That's what she's a warrior. That's what warriors do. She's an Amazon fucking warrior. And they took that out in the Schneider version. I mean, not in the Schneider version. In the uh, in the the Josh version, they they edited that scene really weird and made it look a lot less violent and fun, and took out her killing that guy. 
So like, like that guy tried to kill a whole bunch of fucking innocent people. Yeah, as Ch- as Changa deserved to go to like as Changa said, he was she was trying to kill four city blocks. Yeah, she killed that dude. She flung him against the wall. His head exploded. As Changa said, yes, and yes, he'll always be he'll always be Miles Tyson to me. And uh, he's the DC Jarvis now, and. He is the DC Jarvis now, and even beyond that, he's he's also sort of going back to uh, going back to Cyborg. He's also like Steel. He's also like that character and he- bringing back heroes. Uh, what, what was fucking the, the, what's her name? Son. It was uh, it was uh, the the fire the, the stretchy guy and the fire girl's son that could like, control computers with his mind. I don't remember. Uh, I, like I said, season one only. Uh, Micah was his name on on Heroes, I believe. That could, he like could go into machines and control machines and bring, and like do whatever he wants. And because of that, he was completely like untouchable. And I think they could do some really interesting things in the world we live in now, in the digital world, with a character like Cyborg. I think that could be a very interesting, different kind of superhero DC movie if they wanted to give us a full Cyborg in some sort of espionage. Let's talk about like what they can do now and remakes they should do. I want a full Bab Five remake. Uh, there's talks of that. We'll we're gonna get into Bab Five at a different time. Uh, um, James Elliott says the Wonder Woman action music was annoying. I will say my one my one criticism, even looking at this, like, and I know I'm not the target audience for this, but the music at times seemed uninspired and annoying. That was the like there was at times where the music was just overly. Yeah, dramatic. there's one song too, like that's just like. Oh! No, no, had actual lyrics and shit. No, the like, music wow. in the movie sucked. The, the, there's, there's no doubt that that was the weakest part of this particular edit. It seemed like it was, it was over dramatical, not, not exciting music. Ugh. Yeah, Micah. Thank you, Changa. Uh, technopath. Yeah, he was a technopath. Yeah, he was he was one of the more interesting kind of power characters on Heroes because he just had an interesting power set you don't usually see in different situations. And Cyborg has that power set too. Okay, so so Wonder Woman, I think they showed Wonder Woman to be more of the badass, like like will do anything, like like will kill kind of character. And they also made it more of a team movie where they had the team grouped together. Okay, there's not much to say about him, but dude, dude, like is like. Look, dude, like, uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm Aquaman. Here I am. Uh, no, he, like, they like, they were like, you know what? He had a movie. Like, what, you don't what need is, to put any extra he was all right. Aquaman shit in there. He was, he was, he was we himself. We take some stuff out, I think, maybe. And uh, he must spend a fortune in clothes, Aquaman, ripping them off and throwing them away every time he got to jump I mean, if you, if you looked ocean. like, if you had a bot, wouldn't you rip your clothes off all the time, too? If you Boots like- and shirts all the time. Like, yeah. how, like. I guess that one chick went and picked up his clothes. Maybe she leaves him. In dude's dude's married him. to Lisa Bonet walking around. Looking, I mean, like, fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> fuck, fuck right? that. And then, and then in comes who? Deathstroke. And Deathstroke's <laughs> married to the uh, to the Colombian there in Modern Family. Oh, he oh he is? The, the guy who played oh, Deathstroke? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jesus. Dude, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, when... when it took me like a half a second as soon as like uh Lois Lane's little mom talked there with Miss Kent and uh, that, I turned the 
I was like, oh, is that Martian Manhunter? Martian Manhunter. We got Martian Manhunter. And that was supposed to be Green Lantern. That scene was different as well um, in from the original version where the, the discussion is different. So we get those characters. Then we get Superman in this version, which I liked him a lot better in this particular version. I know you wanted to talk about Henry Cavill here. So he's your favorite Superman since Christopher Reeves? I think he might be the best ever. Have you have you started watching this television series that people were talking about, the Lois and, Lois and uh, Superman, no, whatever it is? Dude, Smallville. I mean, no, uh, it's Lois not, and Clark. No, it's what's but it? no, it's a new and, one though. It's a CW one. People are with, all what's over. What's his name there with that fucking right winger? People there, are all me? about this show though. They're, people are saying it's the be- it's a good Superman series. They're they're trying to get us to watch this show. Superman does well as a series. Uh, DC does well as, as like I An- guess for, animated like, TV, series. but I think they do good at animated. Is really what they do. Yeah, best at. I mean, I. But okay, tell tell me what you. I think Marvel just hit hit the uh, hit the hit the market quicker. And, and they and on Kevin Feige, say what you want about any any of those movies, even if you're not into the whole Marvel thing. Kevin Feige had a plan, and he stuck to the plan. He knew what he wanted to do, and it shows. At least through the first cycle, we'll have to see how this, where this one goes, to, where this phase four shit goes. But leading up to the end of Infinity Wars and Endgame, he had a very specific vision in it. No pun intended to vision, WandaVision. And he saw it through. DC is a lot of start and goes, stop and goes, start and goes. And, and I would have been fine if DC had been from a movie standpoint... It's like when someone's playing fast at a poker table, you play slower. When someone's playing slow, you play faster. Like yep, DC, they should have just, right just stuck to one-off movies that aren't interconnected. You know, not everything has to be a connected universe. They could have kept doing Christopher Nolan movies or or Batman movies that were individual Batman, and that's what it seems like they're going to get to now. They're going to have the the uh, the the Twilight guy Batman movie. They're going to have a Flash movie that has Michael Keaton playing old Batman, uh, and then they're going to then they had the Joker movie, and then they might have another Joker movie coming out with a different actor. Like they're, they're going to do a lot of individual stories, and I think that's they should have done that a long time ago. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Man of Steel, but there's no reason why Man of Steel couldn't have lived on its own, not have been the foundation for a shared universe of DC well, characters. The big, the big problem, I think we did see a Green with, Lantern in this movie. By the way, we saw Kilowog get his arm yeah. cut off by uh, the by got, Dark Side. We saw him get killed. Did I? Did he? Did he get it? Did he actually die? Because we yeah, see the he, he dies. The ring comes off when he dies. It comes off on its because own. Because it, but it flew away and it flew back. Yeah, I, I it goes. It, it goes and finds it. Like it goes and finds. So is that when post. it finded from John Stewart or something? You mean Hal or somebody? The next, the next guy is yeah, that? Yeah, no. Uh, that uh, it, it'll find somebody, but not a human until Hal, when. Uh, Deadpool James says DC can't seem to get the Green Lantern shit together. Will we ever see a successful Green Lantern movie? I I'm sorry, but there's a lot wrong with uh, Ryan what's Reynolds. His name's Green Lan- Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, but it's not it's not horrible. It's not a horrible movie. I don't think it's I don't think it's horrible. I can watch it. Um, I'm also as far if you're not a Green Lantern fan, you're not watching it. I don't know. It's not. It's not horrible. So, uh, so back before we get off that, uh, so you really do enjoy Henry Cavill as Superman? I really do, and that dude, man, that dude, he even makes Momoa look like a fucking throwaway. 
I'm sorry, but I think he's got one fucking hell of a chiseled fucking My favorite shit part of him. both versions of the movie is watching Superman beat the shit out of everybody. I fucking Dude, lo- it is fucking amazing. Yeah, like and the other thing I like about it is truly you get the sense that there really is only one of these people that can take him on and that's Flash. That is Flash. The others they they're toys. Flash at least can can outmaneuver him and because of the speed in which Flash moves, the power in which he hits is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. If he He's could like harness only one of them. If he could harness what he could really do. They also took out that stupid race thing that uh, they have with Superman. I like that because that's a big thing. That's a big thing. There's, there's it didn't fit. The, it didn't fit the. That. But it didn't fit the tone of the of the movie that they were doing at that point in time. No, it didn't. But I liked it. It was cute. It it fits. Because it was like, wasn't it like the after credit scene? Yeah, but, it, but it fits. Like, an, that's why it fits. It fits in another universe. It fits in the the Josh Whedon Justice League universe that doesn't exactly happen. Yeah, Clark woke up a bit grumpy. So uh, those are all the main characters that we talked about. Uh, Lois is in it as well, obviously. And then we have like, a couple of other, like Miles Mar- Dyson, Clark's mom, uh, Martian Manhunter, as we mentioned, showed showed up. We've got uh, we got a couple of flash forwards at the end of the movie where we see other things. Uh, that might have happened, the Batman flash-forward dream scene that we talked about with the Joker. But in general, would you say, if we're going to do a little speculation, was that supposed to be post-Darkseid winning? Darkseid, because they mentioned that if Darkseid wins, a small group of humans will bind, will join together to try to survive the apocalypse that the Earth will turn into. So in that particular timeline, has Darkseid won, and this is Batman's group of the last survivors, so to speak, and he needs the Joker for something... Uh, specific that's why he's keeping him alive i I wasn't sure what was going on with those finals in the epilogue there with uh revisiting the batman Batman versus superman bad dreams yeah bad dream um so that's what i think it's what i just said that it was a flash to the forward to the point where we see dark side at the end of the movie say we're going to do we're going to do this the old way, which means they're going to do a full-on invasion of Earth, and and the humans will lose. Darkseid will get the get the uh, anti-life equation, turn Superman against the planet, wipe out the fucking planet, and turn it into a fucking uh, cesspool. And then the only survivors will be Batman's little group there that will try, have to save the day. No, nope. um, it was never going to happen. It's never going to nope. happen because we're never going to get those fucking movies. Right? And why? Why? It, well, here's the thing. Whatever they want to say about not getting them, this shit was good. This shit was really good. And this shit is going to, I think, is going to make some big waves and is going to get a lot of these actors and producers and director to change their fucking tune about what happens for the future. So do you about think... About where they go. So do you think... this sets up a lot. Do you think we get more... Henry Cavill said he's not doing it anymore. Do we get more? That Zach- changes when someone throws ten million dollars at you. James right? Elliott says the mother boxes though? Question mark. I mean, it- yeah, I can smell the mother box on you. Like, oh, and the- oh, dude, could you get really, dude? And my there- mother's box on. And me? considering They're- the Infinity Stone, mine or yours, mother's. Who's? And considering the Infinity Stone thing, like it's yeah, of course, it's like it's very very Infinity Stone fantasy. And but uh- they destroyed the boxes. They even say it at the end. Now that the boxes have been 
destroyed. Yeah, but uh, we still have Cyborg who's part box. So he could, uh, he's like uh, Wanda, he has part of the stone in him. So uh, we could. Transborg. Yeah, he's part part Borg, part and, box, <laughs> part box, and so so the mother boxes are 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 were you know what they were you know it, I am a pro dorks I'm on the dork side not the dark side uh, I am dark side I will kill you all so I don't know it was it was it was well made so do you think we'll get more Zack Universe movies will will this depends on, depends on not just how critically acclaimed this is for people but how the audience takes this if this uh propels this movie and the right people decide to throw enough money at it everybody's coming back everybody's going to find the time and find the space to make the future movies if this gets mediocre reviews or was it's getting great. It's getting for as of right now. It's getting great reviews. It's getting unbelievable. Like I haven't talked to a single person that said don't. It's not worth it. It's far out. Like everybody, it's it's the four hours flies the fuck by. Yeah, I was surprised. Like like, in, like you're gonna sit down and think I saw that movie, but you have not seen this movie. We're you do- have not seen this movie. We're- this movie is not the same movie. We're spoiling the fuck, Peter. So if you if you haven't seen it, uh, j- jump out if you if you don't care about spoilers or if you're afraid of putting something yeah, in the not, chat. We're not like going through it scene by scene, but when we think of something, we're not stopping to like be like, "Hey, wait, you're gonna want to fast forward a second right. because it, like there's too much. Like there's a lot you've seen, and there's at least two hours of footage you've seen, or an hour and a half of footage you've seen. Yeah, Peter, moment. I wish I was at the ATM when Cyborg was walking by too. I want to make friends with uh, with uh, with Cyborg because he can just. Tr- I won. Steppenwolf, uh, and that's okay. Th- thank you for bringing up Steppenwolf, James. Steppenwolf was in a portal box, even though that they said no portals. Steppenwolf was better in this version of it too they though they visually made him a better looking random cg character with his armor that seemed a little bit alive and he seemed like a little bit more of an imposing foe in this version than the original version yeah so uh he he was he was all right um but i'm still there's there's something generic about the random bug enemy villain guys that are just endlessly coming everywhere it's just and uh the soldiers yeah, the little soldiers, like his soldiers, are they, a little. They kind of, they kind of address it that they're basically, you know, slaves from all the planets he's conquered. Yeah, they're or Borgie, um, yeah. and I did enjoy. Okay, we haven't really talked too much about Affleck, so I think we should get to Affleck here. I one of my favorite Affleck moments in the in the whole movie were, was when Wonder Woman's giving the info dump about the stones. I mean the uh, boxes, and he's like, wait, wait boxes and he like interrupts her in the mid story and they cut out of like the flashback to the two of them talking and shit um i don't know he's again i feel like i'm saying the same thing about a couple versions of these versions of characters ben affleck isn't my favorite selection as batman i know there are people that are fans of him playing old batman i like it i know a lot of people do but he is better than i thought he was going to be and he pulls it off and he and he and it comes off best in this version this is his best this is his best movie katie felt like the actor was dialing it in uh Be- that ben was dialing in a little bit yeah i th- I agree um, because i think ben thinks he's done with this and when he went back for reshoots he was kind of ugh. 
Like he okay, he yeah. doesn't want to be acting anymore. <laughs> he wants to be directing. He was doing all of this to direct a Batman movie. And like I think I really think he did all of this so he could direct a Batman movie eventually, and it didn't work out. And he and he got stuck. Like like there's that moment. There's a lot of great videos when they were interviewing him and uh, Henry Cavill for uh, the Justice League reviews, and when it started to get shitty reviews, and it's like the moment Ben Affleck died. When you just see the look in his face when he's like this again. Like I'm getting bad. I have to deal with this shit again. I thought I was done right, with getting. Just because it's me in it, they, they're uh, already saying it's bad because of who I am. But but uh, but I, but I he won me over a lot. That he. But he, no, Batman Superman was a bad movie. It's horrible. It's the worst one. It's the worst of the three. If we're judging the three now, Snyder movies. Now, that is with exception to every second Gal Gadot is on screen. Just because. You... No, because everything that's written about Wonder Woman is fucking fantastic. So why did movie. the second Wonder Woman movie suck so much? It's not. there. <laughs> Cause I, cause I agree. I love her first. Poison, I love her first movie. It, I love her in every guest appearance she's in the other movies. But that second movie was horrible. It was fruit of of the poison tree, so to speak. Is that the right kind of expression? Like, like there was, uh, so I can't. I don't know. Tried to tried to bite off too much. Tried to do too much. There's aspects of it. It's that not don't because play of her. Well, in today's society, it's n- it's not because of Gail Godot's acting. It's because of the other elements of those that film. Uh, a couple more things before we call it here. But uh, but that that being said, you know what? For whatever it's worth, I enjoyed number two. I just don't think it's as good as number one or as good as uh, Chang- her appearance in BV- BVS. Changa said it best. I think it's just poorly written. And that's. Because I think she's okay in it. I think what's her name's okay as a villain. I think uh, Pedro does his best hammy acting. I'm sorry, Chris Pine had no business being in that movie. Chris Pine had no. The whole Chris Pine sub story is stupid, and how he yep. comes back and how he leaves is stupid. Like, how she's just ready to let this dude's life be. Uh, dude, it it is literally her. so stupid. Like that is the worst part of the entire story. The fact that Chris Pine has to show up. I agree, and it makes no sense. It it's. It's bad. Uh, Peter Griffin, it, watch like a, an. Well, no, it makes it makes sense because of where they went with the story and how she's gotta give up what she loves to you know stop this yeah. to show that you know wishes are bad or whatever. But like, my heart just died a little bit hearing what you just said. But it's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. But I did. I died inside a little bit. Okay, a couple it had more... a point, but the point sucked. A couple of more. And they th- could have made it without. Chris fucking Pine he <laughs> died. Why are there twelve robins and they can't get a hero and a sidekick right since the fifties? It's true. I, and again, the animated series did it well in two situations, but live action every sidekick situation just has not worked. No, wrong, absolutely Who? wrong. Who? Every uh, the original incarnation and the Amazon incarnation of the Tick. Oh, okay, fair. The Tick works. The Tick. The, the sidekick in that. Very, Arthur. very, very good, Arthur. Arthur, and both in both versions, but the the new one even more so. The Amazon series um, is excellent. It's that it's so good. One it's of, so good. One so of, a very a, a very so. underrated series. If you haven't watched yep. it and you like the original Tick or the cartoon series, um, didn't see it. Uh, so a couple more things about Justice League before we call it. 
Uh, so yeah, I thought it was good. If you haven't given it a chance, watch it. It's a good four hour. You might want to watch it in two two shots. Originally, I guess it, they were talks that he might have tried to have it be two movies, but I don't think it was set up for two movies. It was one four hour movie. I think if they had cut it in half, the first movie would have been horrible. Like it, it just uh, it's Kickass too. She's a sidekick. Oh, Kickass is pretty good, and uh, and I'll also say, even though the Iron Fist is the worst thing in the universe, uh, Colleen's a good sidekick. <laughs> Who? Colleen, his girlfriend, the uh, with the uh, the with the sword, one of the sand snakes. But uh, sh- sh- it's good. D- be happy that you don't remember anything for Iron Fist. I'm sorry I even said it. Sorry I said those fucking. Oh, words. Iron Fist. Oh, sorry, Joe. That's the part I. That's the part I didn't hear. Changa's, you say. Changa is with you. I still can't believe that show got canceled. Uh, the tick. That's so good. Yeah, it really is. But so when they did that, when they did that, uh, when they were putting out the tick. They had three shows. Amazon was like, oh, we want our we here's the pilots to these three shows. We want our audience to pick. One was called, I think, Love. One was uh Jean-Claude Van Johnson, yep, which I'm, was also fucking fantastic. That was amazing. Fantastic. I remember that show. Yeah, that was really fantastic. good. Fantastic. And this and they came out with one season for that too. And it was fucking awesome, man. Wasn't Skinny Pete one of them too, maybe? No, Skinny Pete actually uh, with with what's his name there with Cranston uh, and Ravisi. yeah with Cranston and no, Ravisi. they uh, made that 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 was already out for a season or two ah uh, okay that was one of the, that had, was had a, couple, a like a good run to it too that was one of the early early ones yes but anyways I don't know if there's much else we can say about the Justice League uh, Phil you guys continuing with reviews of the Falcon with Teflon I think eventually we will be getting to that on uh, Tef- with Teflon myself and Alicia over there at some point in the season. I don't know if we're going to be doing week-to-week reviews of it, uh, but we will be getting back to that at some point. I have to talk to Tony to confirm that, but I think we'll be back on uh, with Tony next weekend uh, over there on an After Dark and maybe start out. Tony ended up being sick the last couple of weeks on and off, so he's he's still uh, getting better, but I'm sure once we get back, once he gets back, we'll be uh, getting back to those Marvel shows, and we still need to kind of talk about the WandaVision finale too uh so yeah i can i can safely say that there will be another one of those streams at some point just maybe not week to week i haven't done any wandavision and i haven't done the falcon and the snowman i don't think you'd like wandavision but i haven't watched falcon and winter soldier yet but i have a feeling you'd winter like soldier that. The, snowman. the winter oh uh, that that reminds me of another show people have been telling me to watch i don't know if you've watched it yet snow watch no snow piercers no i will not watch it. i love jennifer conley uh since labyrinth and of course one of my favorite all-time movie scenes in quotes um which we got to live through yes we did um but uh i will not watch no piercer okay weird that was a horrible fucking movie i don't understand Yes, the entire world is frozen except our fucking train because I'm a genius and I can make a train a couple work people, in all the frozenness, but nothing fucking else. I've had a few people tell me to watch it, so uh, I was wondering if you had given watch it a Watch the watch, man. Watch the watch was fun. It was fun. It wasn't awesome. It wasn't great or spectacular. It was just, it was fun. It was It was a good, like, uh, you know, four or five hours. You're not going to feel like you're wasted. Fair. You know, if you if. You know, when you're when you sit down on your couch, everybody, and you're like, I wish I had something to watch. There's nothing on. Flip, 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 flip. Check Ian out the says, watch. watch the Inhumans. Okay, so Joe, before we get, before we get off this and before we start to call this, 
what is your what would be your general review number uh like we don't even have a score system uh but what's your what's your grade for uh this justice league snyder cut did did the uh the aspect ratio bother you at all no 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 i thought it was going to at first when they were like this is shown in four three to preserve i was like oh fuck and then it came up and i was like ah oh, fuck sidebars and didn't think about it again right after that. Not once did it enter my uh, my. Yeah, house. I kind of I, I lost track of it after a while too. It didn't didn't really I, bother it, me. It was immediate for me. It was right after like the uh. Dun, 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 it was gone. We I also come from an it. age where we our first TV was all like that. So, all that. So uh, our my br- TV in my bedroom is still four three. Right. So our our bra- sidebars. Our brains autocorrect to it a little bit more natural than maybe people that grew up with nothing but widescreen aspect ratio stuff like i could see somebody that never has seen a tell or i'm not gonna say never but has grown up in a world where they've only seen uh widescreen television formats maybe being a, a little bit more put off by it by than us who grew up with you know these worse than just four by three you'd be lucky sometimes with v, so, uh, v hold if you could get four by three remember trying to get the v like the v hole stuff apparently uh CRT TVs, these tube TVs, like the one in my bedroom, they're big bucks now. Yeah, you're not manufactured anymore, and they're better for gaming. Certain ga- old yes, school gaming. Certain old school games you can only play on them, like the light gun games and yeah. uh, and some other Atari's like so systems. I'm thinking before, I, like I've been thinking about buying a TV. I might sell this one. I mean, it cost me like three, four hundred dollars when I bought it. It's still in fucking perfect working order. Anybody wants to buy it for seven hundred dollars, I'll be more than happy. It's an you antique. Can, you can check it's out Joe's. Years. It's probably older than some of the kids that are gonna fucking want to buy it. Check out Joe's OnlyFans for links to that. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, Justice League. I, I would say it's the the best version of the Snyder movie you could hope for in the good edit. But if you really, if you, I was gonna do the jo, the Doctor Cox. If you really, if you really didn't like 2017, just because you hate this universe and you hate Man of Steel and you hated Superman versus Bat, Batman versus Superman, all that sort of shit, I don't think you're gonna tremendously like this movie. But like, if you're somewhat warm to the Snyder verse and open to all this stuff, and it's an eight. and you just hated like the way that the first justice league movie was kind of edited. Cause it felt fast and it felt like shit was missing. This is, you'll love this. If and you it, hated the first one, you're going to love this one. If you loved the first one, you're going to hate the first one. <laughs> That's what this movie is going to do for you. This movie, it, the first one was landed somewhere around a five for me. Like I, I, I had those aspects of it. I really liked originally. There was things about it that I was like, what the fuck? Come on now. Like that fight scene with Superman is in the original, and it's great, right? Where they fight uh, when he first wakes up. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, like, so there's things about the movie that you liked the first time, but ultimately the movie sucked in 17. This movie is not the same movie. It has some of the same scenes. It's the same. But it is not the same it's the sa- movie it's the same plot of a movie but it's not the same movie it's, it's not even like the plot is the same but like some of the scenes yeah, are the, some of the scenes are the same some some but like they took out a good 30 minutes of this movie and, and it's, replaced it with an hour and a half two hours of other but, two and a half hours of other movie 
exactly. that you haven't seen. You're going to be like, I don't remember this from the first movie because you didn't see it in the first movie. <laughs> Zack Snyder shot all this shit. And then this other guy came in and was like, I'm going to wheaten the fuck out of it. And he wheatened, he opened his asshole and he, that and he wheatened his shit all over that stuff. And, and that, and he took out scenes he didn't need to take out. There was like some stuff that he took out that he just didn't need to. It was, it's ridiculous. It's awful. And well, he took it out because it was already reaching four hours. Yeah. It's true. It didn't, and and and, and, and he's whatever like, he took out that he didn't need to didn't need to be the there. The story that I need to tell can only be two hours. In fairness, the studio probably said to him, "You need to come in under two hours, so do it," and he did it. But definitely check it out if you're at all interested in it. Uh, check out uh, the Justice League. It's on HBO now. Go whatever it's called now. Uh, HBO Max. And it's the first of a couple of big releases that's coming on HBO Max. I think the next next one is King Kong versus Godzilla on the 31st. Uh, uh, I, the next thing I want to see is that Better Call Saul movie that's in the theater. The Odenkirk movie. Oh, yeah. That does look interesting. I'm, I'm definitely interested. I saw the preview for that shit, dude. And I, I want to see that. I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. Sorry, Bob. They should have just did what everybody else is going to do and put that shit straight on streaming. Yeah, fuck theaters. Uh, si- Silas. Right? Like, seriously, fuck theaters. And fuck not, $20 to go sit yeah, next to four we're sweaty not talking, ass people. Exactly. We're not talking about anything else, like aside or anything else. Uh, I'm pretty sure Joe Joe is uh, vaccinated at the moment. Uh, it's it's like I you, am. we wouldn't go in. I don't pay $20 to go into a movie theater. I, I It has to be a special. The last One of the last times I did it was to go see an actor who I hadn't seen in a theater in a long time who portrayed one of the best comic book uh batman ever and the movie absolutely fucking don't sucked. we don't Crash we're not gonna hole. we're not getting into the birdman argument again you asshole oh, piece shut of up shit amazing movie, movie. You, you philistine money. asshole oh. you just don't respect good art you don't like oh, that was perfect. not artistic <laughs> dude that was fuck not your mother artistic. no 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 that I, was a lame i'm dog. sorry i have to officially apologize i don't i i, I love kathy don't fuck your mother f- f- eat, eat fucking shit fuck you it's good <laughs> That's not good. That movie was trash. You're that was trash. Your opinion. Your opinion. Room floor your opinion on it's trash. Material from Justice League. Your opinion on it's trash. Uh, Zombie Man says I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to see the Odenkirk movie. Uh, Ian Throne says say hi to Bill Gates, Joe. And uh, Silas never mentions his wife ever. And okay, so one more thing before we go, Joe. I have heard talks and rumblings in some of my Star Trek geek community circle uh, groups that there are are possible discussions on not a spin-off series but a Babylon 5 movie that there is somewhere in the works at the moment nothing's real quite yet but there is a script a that's, movie is not going to work it's too big it's circled that, that but that's what's that's what you're going to get that's no, it the, doesn't that's need talks. to be 20 episode seasons like it was you know back when it originally aired right it doesn't need to be that but it because there was a lot of like just Star Trekky uh, one-off episodes of shit that familiarize you with the universe and stuff and get you to know uh, everything about what's going on, right? Like it's a series, but as a movie, it's gonna lose so much flavor 
so much of the character elements that are really needed to make the story itself and again work. i know n nothing is confirmed i've just heard rumblings that there's discussions and scripts being batted around i'll try to find some sources for this before i throw this out like a stupid fucking like it could still be a five season thing 10 episodes that just tell the macro story and leave with, out a with, lot of the fluff with the successes of things like the expanse and the the remakes the remake on netflix of uh uh what, what do you call it the fucking Battlestar. Lost, and Battlestar and lost in space i would i wouldn't be surprised if uh if we got some sort of Amazon, Netflix, HBO, whoever's in charge of the rights of it, producing a short series. Um, but I, I think as right now, the idea has been talked about, not in the theater movie, but a a sort of 90-minute, two-hour return pilot, essentially, movie thing of Babylon 5 that could lead to other things if it's well-received. I so, hope so. So we'll see. Um, Tim F. in the live chat, seven we need seven seasons in a movie. You no, know, it could be. And it could be. They could even do, like, um, you know, more than five seasons with Babylon 5. Yeah. So, Joe, thank you so much for joining me tonight. We will, uh, we will be back with Joe in two weeks if I'm not able to meet up with Joe randomly for something else. But probably be back uh, two weeks from tonight with Joe talking about Here's Negan and obviously some other silly stuff. Um, and then we're going to keep on this because Joe generally has every other Sunday off. So uh, we're going to keep even after the Game of Thrones season. Uh, still do every other Sunday with Joe. We'll just pick topics. Maybe we'll do some random movie reviews. And after the Game of Thrones season, um, I, did I say Game of Thrones after the Walking yeah. Dead season? Because what I because I was gonna say the first one of those that we're gonna do is gonna be a Game of Thrones one where we talk about the seven or eight spinoffs that they've announced. I know they're already up to three now. They were like, we no. we have three. We're gonna decide on which one. We picked one. Now we have three. No, and they just and Joe they announced three more. So uh, two weeks from the Negan episode, Joe and I will do a Game of Thrones spinoff podcast um, for our for, for our first of our just Sunday night live stuff after the Walking Dead is over. So so for the next couple of weeks on Sunday nights, next week we'll have the Walking David. Then we'll have Joe on the following week to talk about the final episode of the Walking Dead of the season ten. Then the following week after that, I'll be on for some random bullshit, or maybe get Tony on for something. And then the week after that, Joe and I will be doing something Game of Thrones. What was that? I listened to f listened for hours, but they keep talking about something called Babylon Five. Bill Burr after he bugged Skinny Pete and Badger. <laughs> Half the actors are already dead. Uh, no, they are. Uh, Bobby Fur Furrow. Bobby uh, Wheeler. Lost. Bobby Wheeler. Uh, yep. And uh, uh, Jakar, who's G also in a bunch of Star Trek episodes. Jeffrey Combs is still alive. Uh, uh, the Captain uh, Sinclair. Uh, yeah, dude. Veer from uh, from Saint Almost. Uh, not Saint Elsewhere. He's dead. There's a, yeah, there a lot of them. A lot, yeah. Great show, saying elsewhere. Um, which uh, Ernie Hudson got one of his starts on. I uh, did, uh, but saying elsewhere is a great show. And Howie Mandel not being funny. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of saying elsewhere is when Howie Mandel dies and he goes to the different uh, different parts of the afterlife. He goes to heaven and hell and uh, the middle one, what I'm a pur purgatory. So Joe. 
thank you for dealing with this Walking Dead episode with me and good Justice League discussion at the end. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Anyone that's sticking around, if you like this video, please hit the the uh, like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Joe, have you? Would you watch a t uh, the animated series Young Justice? I watched um, the first season, I believe. Yeah. Did you Did you enjoy? It? I'm I'm just giving it a shot right now. It's It's good. It's good. I, good quality. It was okay. Uh, I think I watched it on your recommendation, like a year ago. SM. Um, uh, I wasn't like, this is the best. You know, it's still for kids. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm generally enjoying about. It. Oh, we got the Fallen Blade in the live chat. Wayun. Yep. I only watch the expand and Brunt Changa. I only watch the expanse constantly. Expanse, expanse, expanse. There's literally a Bab Five movie. Not good. Uh, we need more than that. And great to see uh, all of our folks popping on in here tonight. We will be back next Sunday and pretty much every Sunday from now on for a while. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You guys have been amazing. And uh, Chinga says Young Justice is great. No, it's not. It's it's good for what it is. Like as far as like a, an animated uh, comic book show, like it's it's good. Yeah, no, it's good. It, it's good. It's good. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that more as well. As I as I, I think I might do a whole show about all the animated DC shows and rank them all and talk about them all and have people defend them and talk about some of their favorites because there's a lot of really great ones. Young Justice fits in there with Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Batman Animated Series, Superman Animated Series, Static Shock. Like I know they're not all made by the same people, but they're all some of the highest quality superhero animated stuff ever produced. Batman Beyond is another one. Batman Beyond might be my favorite of all of them. Yeah. I love those first two, the first season especially, the first two seasons. Oh no, Batman Beyond, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of uh, the HBO movies. Yeah, no, you, you, you actually, I think one. you, I believe you. That's why I was surprised for a second because I want to say you're the one that got me into Batman Beyond, like, yeah. like initially, like I remember watching it at your house in, uh, in the, back in the day. Um, watch seasons two and three. It's more adult. I will. Cadigan, I hate working Sundays. I keep, I keep missing on you, lovely gentlemen, but I'm glad you were able to pop on in here right now, Cadigan. And all you missed was falling asleep trying to watch this episode of The Walking Dead in our random Justice League discussion. But I know Joe's got to go, so I'm going to let him go. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Yes, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the channel with a friend, all that fucking shit. We'll be back. Okay, we're good.